Welcome, guys, to the MMOs.com podcast. This is episode 79, and Altai here is joined this week by... Omer. Gumble. Matt. Charlia. Full house. Full, Full house, house, boys. Reem and Weep. Do you hate when you're playing, like, Hearthstone or Shadowverse, and you get a full house, and like, you feel like you should get something, right? You, I agree. And for, and for those that are unaware, a full house in, in Shadowverse or Hearthstone, you draw the same card three times, all right? You get, you get, the, you get the full hand of the same no, no, card. No, 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 you gotta, you gotta have the full hand of the same card, and then you gotta draw two of the same card after. No, you gotta draw three again. <laughs> <laughs> the odds of that would be pretty astronomically low, to, to be able to double draw. I, I, I've had I, have, I had that before. I had, I had, like, the it wasn't like all like I had two and then I had one, and then I drew like two like the next two. What are you? Oh, Shadowverse. Oh, RNG fairies. But yeah, this is a special episode of the Mos.com podcast. Honestly, from now on, every episode is gonna be special. We'll find a reason to make it special. But this week is our is our Thanksgiving special episode. That's right. So. And I'm gonna steal the cue right now. I'm gonna jump right into the weekly raid because this week. This week, this is the time of the year where we're supposed to turn to our family, our friends, our community, and express our thanks. We all know that's bullshit, because what we're really thankful for is games. That's what brought us all here together. So this week, I want to extend our appreciation to aspects of MMORPGs that go unappreciated. So I want to, I want to reach out now, and I want to take a moment of silence, and I want to thank all of the gold farmers out there who brighten my day, who let me know that a game is worth playing. Because when they're selling gold, I know that this is a game that's going to be popular. There's a black market here. <laughs> and I want to thank all the private servers out there. Because without their passion, I never would have played Ragnarok online. Because the, the real server sucks ass. So thank you, private servers. Thank you, gold <laughs> farmers. I want everyone to express their thanks in the chat. You know, really just shout out your thanks. Let us know what you're thankful for this week without any of the... Uh, the typical BS. So, you go ahead, take it away, roundtable. You want to know one great thing about gold sellers, though, hmm. is that when you come back to a game, they let you know exactly how much inflation there's been. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> they're, See, they're they're a good metric. Inflation, yes, but they give you the perfect, like, unofficial inflation rate. You know right away. <laughs> You're like, it's what? True. Like, that's how much it costs for a million now? Shit, my money's worth nothing. <laughs> I remember when Alta and I were playing Ultima Online, when we were, like the first MMORPG we played, gold was worth like $20 per million, $25 per million. By the time we quit, it was worth 75 cents per million, all right? The inflation rate was pretty pretty staggering in Ultima Online, but it is pretty crazy. And there's always gold farmers. So, what are you guys thankful for? In a more serious manner, I'm thankful for item comparisons for gear because... You know, the little pop-ups, because it's not until you play one without one of those games that you realize, fuck, I don't want to do the math right now. That's a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> all right, all right. I'm thankful. I, I'm going to copy uh, Grizztooth from the, the Twitch chat. I'm thankful for all the cyberbullies out there for weeding out the weak from the game by making them quit. Honestly, <laughs> for, beyond just that, the cyberbullies, the, I think we had a pretty long discussion about, like, you know, toxicity in games before. Sure. But the fact that it brings out the passion in people. As much as it does, whether it's an MMORPG, whether it's a MOBA, just like the mean behavior, like kind of results in you also fighting them back. And it, it creates, although a temporarily hostile environment, I feel like it just makes you more invested in the game in the long run. So toxicity has its plus sides. Plus, I, I enjoy really fighting good... back with tox against toxicity with my toxicity. I have a really good uh, cyberbullying story, but I think it's for the post game. <laughs> All right. She was the biggest cyberbully I know, but all right, I'm looking forward to that story. I'll I just, already uh, told you, it was the one where they, 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 they called my mom. 
Oh yeah, it's, it's actually really funny. She, she she got her mom called on. All right. She was she was such a bully in a video game. Somebody called her mom. Somebody yes, somebody squealed on her, and literally texted her mom that she was being mean in an online game. Which is yeah. She'll say that like, for the after story. That's pretty funny. Yeah, all right. We'll save it for later. It's a all good right. story. For yeah. me, I'll just say I'm thankful for this is kind of random as hell, but mega servers, like one server for the whole community. Whether it's, you know, new yeah. games like Guild Wars 2 does this, ESO does this. Um I think one of the good reasons certain private servers do so well is they usually have one server, right? One pri- you know, one for one site. So the whole community is could technically play with anyone else. Mm-hmm. You never have the issue where you're split. Uh, so mega servers, one server, one commu- the whole community in one playable arena. Yeah, like That's actually server. good that you mentioned that because Black Desert Online is going to have one mega server as well, which we'll transition no. to later after we finish Two. this discussion. I just got to say, mm-hmm. any game who does, can't do that, right, can't have a mega server, I'm looking at you, Final Fantasy fourteen, has bad developers. Technical, not, not like art skill, like not like creativity-wise, just like technical-wise. Right, I feel like it's don't take us too far off the beaten path, there, boys. Yeah. All right, Let's be right, thankful. Back, back We're here to be thankful. Be thankful. Right. Well, well, I don't you know, know how I say that. Just before I leave that unanswered, you, you also have to take into account that mega servers are a choice, and some companies may just actively choose not to create them. Yeah, I mean they could they could. Then I'm not thankful for them. I'm unthankful. Yeah, they can they can get their <laughs> thanks elsewhere. All right. Any That's other me. anything else to be thankful for, guys? I'm thankful for games that have lots of cute cosmetic options. I'm thankful for games that let me roll lollies, all right? That's why Final Fantasy XIV is A-plus of Lollafells, all right? I'm uh, I'm thankful for Twin Saga's writing. I still can't get over how great it was. If you haven't played Twin Saga, at least look at some pictures. It's some brilliant... That's the best writing in all of, all of gaming right now. You can take the most emotional Final Fantasy. It ain't going to beat Twin Saga, all right? All right, the, the, writing, in, the writing in Twin Saga is pretty top-notch. Anything else? Do we have any any comments here? Let's see. Uh, I think it's funny that you say that because I immediately thought it read like a fanfic. Yeah, it's great. It doesn't. Yeah. It's a game that takes it so seriously. I love it. I love. But, when compare happens. that to the writing in like every other like free to play like non triple A game. It's just like it's just so un- so forgettable versus something that's actually so interesting. Even though it is written like a fanfic. Oh, here's one from Golfs I want to mention real quick. Uh, I'm thankful for games allow allow you to change your gear and show it on the actual character. I, I'm thankful for that too. I want to see some progress on my <laughs> character. I'm thankful for games that let me trade items with my friends instead of <clears throat> games oh, yeah. like freaking BDO and Tree of Saber had some of that bullshit. Like, and obviously Diablo Three where you can't trade items. Like, what kind of MO is it where you can't even trade items anymore? That's, That's a staple this, part of a game. Like this is starting to economy. sound like a, an article about quality of life. Features MMORPGs must have in the I'm, year, tw- in the so year 2016. I'm volunteered to write it. Oh, no. <laughs> uh, yeah, wow. That was so exciting. <laughs> all right, we got to make, make, make our list. 2016 must-haves, all right? <laughs> you want to know something I'm thankful for that hmm. people don't really think of? You know in Final Fantasy where they have, like, those scenes and your character's there, but, like, your character, like, talks, but you can't read or, or hear anything? Yeah. I'm thankful for those because I could just add my own voice track into there. I'm just like, fuck you. Like, fuck <laughs> you. <laughs> but you know by the response, your character's not insulting them, unfortunately. Um, in my imagination, it is. All right, all right, fair, fair. Well, I, I like think... how this... Mm-hmm. I think we've expressed our thanks, and I think uh, we, we should start talking about the games that we played this week and whether or not we're thankful for them consuming our time. Oh. I am... 
like I'm that. thankful for Tiger Knight. All right, I'm really because uh, we did oh, put those wow. Tiger Knights. Oh, you're thankful today. for it. Tiger I'm thankful. I'm thankful. All right, for can you, the Tiger Can you express? Knight. Can you? Because I don't know. I think we were gonna manifest destiny that one, but you go ahead and tell us. All right, listen, listen, listen. Tiger. All right, I know. We, yeah, we gave them mixed reviews on. I think only Altai really didn't like it, but I think mm-hmm. Gumby thought it was meh. I think Matt and I thought at first I thought it was pretty. I watched Matt play it on on his stream a while ago, right? And I was looking at this and I was like. This looks kind of janky. I don't know if I'm, I ever want to play this, right? And it wasn't a game I was going to download on my own. But because we did it for Sunday Funday, I was even hesitant to do it for Sunday Funday because I looked at it. I was like, ah, I'm not going to like this. But hey, you know, it's it worked pretty well. It's different. There's really no other free-to-play game like it. And it's there's short matches, you know? I mean, you, each round is barely an investment of time. I thought it would be like longer drawn-out stuff. But no, you play 5v5 matches, deathmatch. It's just a fun, like, 10 minutes of... Of combat and there's some depth to it too with customization. Hey guys, yeah, it's some air from fun title. If you haven't played it yet, it's free to play on Steam, and it's a Chinese game. So that uh, it's a I, I mentioned that because we're used to playing a lot of knockoff Chinese games that are. I, I've been playing so many Chinese browser games that like offer nothing. So being able to play a Chinese game that's gasp actually much different than anything else we've had is a pleasant surprise. I think that's fair. I think I'm thankful I never I, have to play Tiger Knight so. again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that the people that are going to really like it are the people that really liked Mountain Blade and are waiting for, are looking for mm-hmm. something else to do in the meantime while they're waiting on Mountain Blade Two Banner Lord. But Altai, I mean, again, you 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 are you are clearly not sold on Tiger Knight, but look at the game's player base. Even like almost was it a month after launch, it's been, it's peaking around five thousand five hundred players, which is still huge. It's like it's barely going down from its you know like one week peaks. It's still actually some of those numbers are actually increasing still week over week. So. It's doing really well. I mean, those Brazilians with Pentium threes got to play something, you know. Are you saying all Brazilians with Pentium threes? I'm this still, game? I'm still, on, I'm still of the firm mind that it is the Brazilian crowd playing this game. We right. we asked the people in our game. They said they were from the U.S. Except the one guy, all right? We, well, we did you say U.S. or you say America? Because technically Brazil is in America. Oh so. my God, no! What's well, what easy here, boys? We're talking about what games we played this week, not the value of Brazilians and Tiger. <laughs> right. Fair, fair. All right, fair. so before, before this goes off on a weird tangent, uh, I've been playing a lot of Hyper Universe since the pre-open beta started, which is a Korean. It's it's by Nexon, and it's a MOBA that's side-scrolling, and it has action combat and all this other stuff, and. Unlike a lot of MOBAs, even like the side-scrolling ones, um, it, it has like real old-school kind of mechanics where you can only attack the way you're facing and you actively attack in that direction. And all of your abilities have like a set distance that they can attack on or you have like it targets a certain player um, automatically or like you have to be within a certain range to be able to hit someone and activate like a stun or something. And um, I've been having a lot of fun with it. I mean, it. it I, I had fun with Paragon, but I haven't really had fun with a MOBA like I've had with Hyper Universe. And um, I think that's because one of the things about it is it, it doesn't feel like a MOBA when you're playing it. Like, it has the same pacing. You have to take down towers. You have to kill creeps. But um, the overall gameplay manages to completely dilute all of the MOBA-y aspects of it. And it just it, it feels much nicer to play um, people are much easier to kill. Like they go down fast mm-hmm. if you're doing it right. Um, and they have they already launched with like 33 characters. I mean, they launched with that many, so it, it's looking like a bright future for it. And the servers have been so overloaded that at one point I couldn't get on. Wow. Um, 
it's 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 huge right now it, and it looks amazing um, you know one of the I, I do want to address though that it, it isn't a traditional moba like you don't okay so you don't have to put points into skills you you automatically get a certain amount of stat points every level and you don't buy items in game you have to buy items from the item shop either with real money or game currency and then you make a build out of those items right mm-hmm. and then in game you put points into the items and i mean oh. i like that i like that because it's, it's it simplifies the process of leveling up it, it makes it so that i know exactly what i'm doing the moment i get in but i know a lot of people aren't going to like it like i was playing with milk the other day and he said that uh it doesn't let you build reactively, and I can mm-hmm. see why people don't like that, but um, I, I rather like it. All right, that concept opens the door to, like, I feel like pay-to-win abuses when you can just buy gear outside the game and you equip it well, in the last during the game. They, they give mm-hmm. you a set of gear, and it's all balanced. It just changes play style. Okay, if it's balanced, yeah, it's going to work. But, again, it does, as, as Milk pointed out, it does, it does prevent you from... Building reactively, and you kind of this, this static thing. I mean, you can still choose. Well, I mean, points yeah, how you level it up is your reactive aspect. Yeah. I I think that the way I'd put it is, it's kind of like um. It is to like any other MOBA, as like Paladins is to Overwatch. You, you don't have that reactive element, but it also mm-hmm. simplifies it for the people that really want it simplified. I'm looking at the the gameplay video and it looks really gorgeous. Like it looks really smooth. Yeah, yeah even sure. though it's 2D, it looks. I mean, that's the side scrolling. It looks. Hey, Gumba, what like, do you think of this great. game? I know you like Metal Slug and stuff. This game looks gorgeous. I think. I love Metal Slug. It's it's really smooth. Other than they have some input delay because of lag, and they actually improved it somewhat because they have um. They had some issues with input delay, like actual input delay, on top of the lag. Because I'm pretty sure that movement is handled server side. Uh, I, I can't prove that yet, but I'm pretty sure it is. And um, there is a little bit of delay, but it's better now that it's launched in open beta. They fixed it a little. All right, all right. Slight tangent. Somebody said there's a Wukong. I got to go play it. Why does every MOBA have a Wukong? Like, literally every MOBA has a, some kind of Monkey King. I have no idea. It's like, like having a knight in like a Western game. It's just like a staple of the Journey to the West. Yeah. It's Journey to the West. What a Monkey King is like in like. In, in, in 10 seconds or less, what, what is a monkey? Here, I'll tell you right now. It's a monkey that's a king. Done. You win. <laughs> wait, wait, what do you else do you want? Right. <laughs> He's got to go to India to like learn Buddhism. All right? I think. All right. It's a monkey that, never that has back to reality. Indian to learn Buddhism. That, I'm more confused now than I was when I asked the question. All right? I like Gummy's explanation better. He's a monkey that's a king. All right? I got gotcha. you. This is an old video. The interface is way different. So it's a, from what I'm getting from this video, it's a four-on-four MOBA? Yeah, it's a four on four. This is a really old video. Let me go find a new one. If you look at the beginning of that, that step horror video, man, look at those boob physics. I know Altai's, I mean, you were kind of mentioning about that one mobile game Matt linked earlier. Do you think the like the boob physics is going to be like a turn off for some Western gamers? No, this is, okay, this is done in a way where at least she looks realistic and looks like a human being, right? Yeah. Where in Shadowverse okay, yeah. and a lot of anime games, they don't look director, human. Yeah. They just look weird, you know, like. Sometimes, sometimes. A lot of times. I love the fact that the rocket launcher girl just summons like an attack helicopter and just shoots bullets. Yeah, I love that's the one like, I've been playing. I love that because like you have guns and you got helicopters, sh- literally shooting bullets at like knights and soldiers. <laughs> but so um, many games do that. 
Uh, Akizia was just asking. There's there's not an English patch yet, but uh, you can go on the website and read all of your mm -hmm. abilities in English. So I mean, it's it balances out a little bit than not having an English patch because you can get to your abilities and see what everything does, but you, you won't be able to see it in game, and you'll have mm -hmm. to like translate all the items with Google Translator, the app or something. And um, shit, I was gonna mention something else. Do we have a uh, English uh, release schedule yet? No, nope. nothing. It was nothing. They, they they showed a video. This is not even out technically fully in Korea anyway. So there's still I think we got a long way to go before an English release. And who knows if we'll even get one? Nexon has not been like Nexon has not been eager to release everything they have in right. the West. So this is automatically now my most anticipated game of 2017. You didn't even see the there was a lot of stuff shown Dude, up G Star. This right? looks beautiful. It looks easy to learn, right? It's still a lot of depth. Yeah. The arts, I love the art style. So I love 2D games because you know, you know, we're not ready for anything beyond yeah. that. Mind, we know, we know. Okay. It has an insane amount of variety in the characters yeah. too. Like I haven't played a single two characters that play identically or even mm -hmm. close to each other. I mean, every single one has a different play style, and it's crazy. I think there's a lot of cool stuff that G started excited for. Uh, give me, give me, I give do me, think for MOBA, I'm surprised we haven't had other like. Hmm. Well, we, we, we're gonna get to the G Star coverage. Okay, 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 we'll okay. get there. Yeah, this, uh, we're just there, talking yeah. about it now because I've been playing it and it launched. So. All right, that's fair. It, it we'll looks, it looks good. I mean, seeing this makes me want to play it now too. But again, we need that, that Korean social security number. We gotta, I, I gotta buy an account. I gotta buy an account to play this. Yeah, but if you do buy an account, there is not an IP block, so All you right, will that's not good. need a VPN. You just Perfect. have to log into the site and play it. The worst thing about making foreign accounts is those those foreign captures. Like I hate looking at like a Korean keyword, Japanese keyword, typing a captcha. It's just I have to find out what the characters look like, and they look so similar to me because I don't know. I'm not, not I'm not used to my to, to the language. I mean, yeah, but, but yeah, I'm excited for this. I'll play it. Uh, I'm thankful for this because it has made me enjoy MOBAs a whole lot more. <laughs> All right, that's, that's always good. Also, for the record, Matt, before we started, uh, before we started recording, Matt was Matt was raging at his teammates in uh, while we're in the podcast chat. He was like, "These these idiots! <laughs> they leave the they're, you know, they're killing the minions and like running ahead and getting killed." So no, you, they're not running ahead. Okay, so there, this game, one thing you have to get used to, because it's 2D, it has ladders and stuff, and one of the things that I, I sat there in the tutorial, and I looked at it, and I was... I, wow, okay. So I was in the tutorial, and one of the features that it has is you can shake people off of ladders. So if they're trying to mm -hmm. escape through a ladder, you can shake the ladder, and they'll drop back down. I'm sitting there like, this is so cool. And then I jump into the game. I haven't used it once, basically. <laughs> <laughs> But basically, you have to get used to people dropping in. They can, unlike other games, it's really, really easy to like flank people and gang up on them and kill them because of the way that they have like ladders everywhere and little like, you know, the platforms that you can jump down through and up through. They have some yeah, of those yeah. sort of. It's like a holographic platform. But um, so you have to really get used to the spatial awareness of having other lanes and jungles that people can come out of. Mm -hmm. And um, it, it's very difficult to really like adapt to that from like coming from a MOBA where you, you can see everything all the time. It's really difficult to adapt to it. But what happens with my teammates is there are two teams, right? There's the team that knows what they're doing. And then there's the team that you get stuck with that has no idea what they're doing. And, and of course, on your team, right? The ones always, the, 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 I always get stuck with the guys that don't know what they're doing. There it is. There kill, it is. I love it. They, the they kill one. The classic okay. mobile game. Wait, wait. I love they it. They kill one wave of creeps, and they jump into the jungle immediately. We're pushing the tower, and they all ditch. 
And as soon as they ditch, the guys come up behind me, like drop behind me and kill me in like two seconds. Matt, like, clearly the plan was to ditch, right? They, they communicated on their Korean voice chat and they said, we're all going to ditch. Why would this. you ditch when the minions are <laughs> at the tower and you are you have three people there? Just take the fucking tower. But again, the <laughs> fact that Matt, the Matt is, uh, is blaming his teammates and getting in... One of us. The fact that you get angry and upset your teammate shows you getting invested in the game. So it's a good sign if a game can make you, uh, you know, that level of frustration because that means you care, you know? The fact that you made the game makes you care about it is a huge plus. And I'm watching the game, yeah, the gameplay video. And as Matt was explaining with the ladders, it, it, that looks really cool because you do have fog of war on those other lanes unless your teammates are specifically there. So if you don't have vision there, it's so easy to get flanked and ganked. So I, I thought in a 2D game that wouldn't be an issue, but the fact that that's there introduces more like depth to the game. And that's, that sounds really cool. And another uh, neat thing, speaking of the fog of war, if you can't see like mobs or something or you can't see your enemies, it won't update info about them. So yeah. their health bars won't change unless you can see them. Yeah, that's good. I like it. And uh, just as a last point, the the jungling experience is a little different because unlike like little buffs or like gold boosts, mm -hmm. they actually have like a random buff. It goes, you get like a box that gives you a random buff, and that buff is, I'm pretty sure it's permanent. Oh wow! Like it will give you a permanent plus mm -hmm. three defense. So it's really bad. mobile front. Why isn't why is Master X Master not live yet either? Somebody just mentioned I have in the chat. No like, idea. Like the game's been out in Korea for a while, I believe, right? And they're going through so many rounds of like play tests, alpha tests, closed beta tests in the West. They like, must be making a lot of changes, like a lot. Yeah, yeah they must be. Otherwise, why are they doing all these beta tests? Because I remember I did my video for it, right? And I played it, and it was fun. But the thing is, like, it was packed too, right? The game had players, people were interested, and these were the guys that actually went out of their way to get closed beta keys, and it was obscenely packed. So the fact that doing all these closed beta tests, I feel like. You might even lose some enthusiasm because I don't know. It seemed pretty fun. What, what, what are they this waiting for? This game is dead in water. Master X Master is dead in water. How can you say that? The game is not out yet. I just said it. No, I'm, I'm with Airhan on this one. Really? Yep. It's it just it's been too much time. Also, Master X Master, in my opinion, it takes too much investment. You have you have to play the PVE. Yes, to really that, do the that, PvE. that was that was an issue from the get go with Master X Master. It's how, but the thing is, with with knowing that, I feel like it's not going to be. Competing with with League, with Dota, Hyper Universe, it's not a traditional MOBA. It's it's just it's a PVE MMO, or like basically a PVE MRPG, right? With like an because it, it, it's not gonna it cannot compete with any traditional MOBA because you can't compete with traditional MOBA when you require players to grind through all the PVE content to get gear, to get like skills to unlock heroes, and then you can play the PVE PVP like competitively or even on a you fair level. You probably think of it more like a Critica or Dungeon Fighter. Yeah, it's basically a Critica or Dungeon Fighter style, you know, stage-based MMO with a pretty cool mobile element attached to it. I just and it was obscene because you need you the rank mode uses the gear and the stats you get from the PVE. So unless you do that, you're at a huge disadvantage. I mean, unless they completely revamp it, I don't think you can compete on the competitive front. But that's not a death sentence. It can it can just be another you know Critica or another DFO style game. I'm pretty sure it's going to have perception problems, so and people are going to see a MOBA, and they're going to see that they have to get invested, and then they're going to go back to their MOBAs. With MOBAs, it's always hard to keep people in the new game. I'm curious how this game is doing in Korea. Uh, let's go look at our, our favorite source for Korean games. See if we can find any data on this one. I bet it's not a top 10. I, I bet it's not either, but I'm curious where we can find it. I'm looking at uh, this uh, top list game note. I don't know if it's going to come as the MMORPG, it's not, it's though. It's probably not going to be tagged as MMORPG, brah. All right, I should, I should, let me look at the regular one, then. Let's go look at all. 
You can find it, cause uh, I mean, on the West again, a launch was popular. So number one is League of Legends, obviously. Yeah. Uh, let's see where this game is. It's not even on that list. What? It's not even unless it's called something different. It's I probably called something that. else. I would just search by NC Soft and see what games they have. Well, it's mxm.nc or plaync.com, so I'm pretty sure it's still just Master X Master. <clears throat> no, it's not on there at all. Wow. It's not on there at all. I looked at I, I searched by NC Soft. It's not in the top 100 right now. So, or it's not being labeled as a uh, as all whatever this website tracks. So it's not doing well in Korea. Hopefully, it does well in the West. But yeah, it, maybe oh. that's why this, it's having so many rounds of uh, testing because it's not you know. Maybe the Korean version is not like they didn't want to base off the Korean version if it's not doing well. Are you guys uh, getting this League of Angels ad on that site? I get League of Angels ads everywhere, Shu. League of Angels is really is surprising it starts at level one and she has less clothes than she does at level ninety nine. <laughs> I, I thought it would be backwards. That that's completely backwards. They're doing it wrong. Come on, they're doing it wrong. All right, uh, Shu. What, what what have you played this last week anyway? Before we get too off topic. Oh, I've yeah, because we didn't already. Dragons, like old school MMO, you know. <laughs> I don't know if they, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Altai and Roundtable is D and D an MMO? Yes. No. Yes. yes. No. On roll be. twenty, on roll twenty, it is. I think. Well, actually, no, 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 no. I take it back because you only play with a certain set of people. You never. Yeah. Play that's true with MMO. Yeah, that's true with MMOs too. You don't. It's about play. potential, not not a, not what. There's no given potential. Is. You could have. Oh, well, you could have. There's no. There's no limit to the number of players you can have in TNT. <laughs> that was a troll question. I was really expecting a real answer, but all right. Playing some DND show and anything else? Yeah. Um. There's. There's a program. Here, I'll, I'll link it. Yeah. Roll twenty, right? Yeah. If people don't know about it, it's called Roll Twenty. Roll Twenty dot net. You <clears> can use that to play DND. And if you haven't played DND before and you want to get into it, uh, Roll Twenty is a. It's a great place to meet new people and try it out. It's. It's kind of the. It's really hard because, like, I really like D and D because it's, it's like, you can do anything in it. You know, it's like mm -hmm. the MMO of your dreams. Really, like, I wish it was like an actual game. But... You can't have an actual game with that level of freedom. I know it's impossible until we have like like hardcore VR. It's never gonna be. Possible. Yeah. But um. I'd recommend. Yeah, I mean... yeah Roll Twenty is definitely fun, but I would definitely recommend kind of easing yourself into D and D in person first with like IRL friends. Wait, easing it in person? I, I feel like online is easier to ease into. If you, you just have to find, you can filter for campaigns for new players. And uh... yeah, but okay, but like opening up with the role playing stuff, it, I, for most people, I think it's easier with like old friends than like strangers. At least strangers. Yeah. Oh, I see. What you mean. Like if I'm playing, if I, if I was playing D and D for the first time with a, in a random role twenty group, I'd just be quiet as hell, right? I would just sit there like. I know. think most people are. Yeah. When they first lady in the hello quiet. Depends how heavy they don't know what to do. role play it is too, right? Like some games are more dungeon crawling. Yeah, that's the thing. You don't know your style, right? But in, in, if you're just yeah. playing with like old like you know school friends or whatever, you guys can all kind of kind of figure it out together and then go online. And you know, you know, you yeah. kind of know what you're looking for. Then I don't know. That, that was my experience. Yeah, but, uh, I have a lot of fun. I pl I play a lot of uh, D and D more than more than one per week. I'm in probably like three right now. So it's damn it's pretty fun. 
Don't yeah. forget, you, you begin yourself, Austin, uh, in Shadowverse. Pretty sure I beat you last time. In Shadowverse? What? Yeah. Come My on. My scummy Seraf deck, number one. Get wrecked. Fight me, Omer. Fight, fight me, IRL? Wanna be one? I all was right. playing all these kooky decks, okay? These, these kooky decks. All decks are kooky compared I to my deck, I was right? playing my kooky deck, okay? Yeah. So, uh, yeah, someone yeah. asked in chat... I was playing Pascal. If uh, Neverwinter is uh, worth getting back into on console, and the answer to that is no, nothing is worth getting into on console. Just play the PC version of Neverwinter. Wow. <laughs> hold on, hold whoa, on. Come on. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> if their PC is like, you know, a Duke to your laptop and they can't play it, fine, play on the console version. Plus... The, the thing is, if you can, if you can play it on both, I agree. There's really like PC Master Race kicks in 100% if it's on both, right? But if your PC isn't strong enough, then you have a good reason to play on consoles. Because they did launch an expansion for uh, the latest expansion for uh, Neverwinter. It's not even going to come out for console to like Q1 of 2017. It's already out on PC. So you're always expansions behind on, on console. So if you can play it on PC, play it on PC. If you can't, then yeah, what, console is your only, only option. It's I, I still maintain it's a pretty fun game. I actually found some relevant news that's not necessarily MMO related, but uh, this game is it's an Atlayer game. Atlayer Ferris <laughs> is the new one coming out. And if you look at the very end of the video, it actually has Steam on it. So that's interesting. Really? They're going to actually release onto Steam. Like, this is the first one. And this Atlayer series is like. A traditional, long. like, JRPG series, it's right? Super long, yeah. I, I mean, mm -hmm. I want to say that there are like 15 plus right now games. Who publishes that again? Uh, Technocoe. Gust. Gust is the developer. Technocoe. Probably Technocoe. will not be released in Japan on Steam. Oh, yeah? Whatever. Who cares about that? Apparently, a lot of. Uh... End, if you go to the very, very end, it says uh, on the sure. spring 2017, it says yeah, Steam. Uh, Steam, which is uh, pretty interesting. Guy that in game Japan. has never been on, on, on anything but consoles. So. I know Finally, a guy in Japan that likes to complain about how Japanese developers don't release the Steam versions in Japan a lot. I gotta well, say though, I'm hoping this one's different. I usually trash, you know, Japanese devs, but I've been seeing a lot of progress towards uh, Japanese games coming out on Steam lately. You know, Tales games, Final Fantasy games. So good on them. They, they, I, I, yeah. I, I, you know, I give credit where credit's due. Plus, even that Square Enix, the latest uh, Final Fantasy mobile game, is being relaunched on Steam in Japan only at the moment. So maybe that's going to come to the West as well. So they're definitely they're they're getting better with it. Now, as for what I've played, uh, still. I've been traveling a lot, so really my options were... I've been playing Shadowverse on my phone, actually, a fair amount. And, I mean, it works as expected. I think it actually works better than Hearthstone Mobile. I do like the interface of Hearthstone a lot better on PC. But Hearthstone on mobile, for some reason, just feels like a little laggy, and it completely kills my battery very quickly. Whereas uh, Shadowverse is a bit more optimized, I think. But that's really all I've played this week. Uh, unfortunately, I did read a while ago that Persona... like This week, that Persona 5 was delayed, so that makes it kind of sad. So... Rip for that. It's, they're gonna so it, it had a perfect release date earlier. It was supposed to be on Valentine's Day for a game like Persona, where it has some like in-game dating elements. It was perfect, but alas, unfortunately, they were gonna delay it. Alas, but I'm still hyped for FF15. But beyond that, just Shadowverse for me. Uh, I played a little Pokemon Go again. I've been traveling too, so just phone stuff. I caught a today. Today alone, I caught a Grimer, a Dugtrio, and a Rapidash. Three new Pokemon in one day. Did they add anything new to it at all? Or... Uh, you can see the Pokemon types uh, real easily now, like while you're catching them and stuff. I don't know if they had that before. Mm -hmm. They added streaks. If you catch one, at least one Pokemon a day and visit one Pokestop a day, you get like experience bonus You know, as, as your streak goes up. Mm -hmm. uh, that's tough. That's about it. The, the alpha for my, uh, my wizard game should be up soon. 
Shoot, you, shoot, you, you got to shoot. I'm sorry, you got scammed. The game's never coming out. It's, it's a Kickstarter <laughs> game. It's not happening, Shu. I'm sorry. Just, just let right. your money rest in peace, Shu. No, it'll oh, we'll come out. This. It'll come out, but nobody will be playing it. Wow, it's, wow. It's gonna, you know, it's gonna be like that stupid uh, Harry Potter one for for TV. All right, where like everybody buys it and thinking it's cool, but then you use it once and you realize it's the worst invention <laughs> ever. And you throw. It. Shoot, did you ever have one of those? No, I, I had a Star Trek one, like those phasers. Okay, but that, that that could be like an actual remote. I, I think Alt I mentioned earlier, you'd like you'd buy this Harry Potter one and like you'd do these stupid hand motions in the air to try to change the channel. And you look like a complete douchebag while doing it. And half the time you just effed it up and you just turned it off by accident. I, I wonder was, if that works with like uh, home automation because then it would be cool. <laughs> it's it, <laughs> shoot, you got scammed. I'm sorry. I still need to shoot. If you if you get even an iota of fun out of that game, God bless. But I'm All curious. Right, we'll I, see. I'll, I'll let you you'll, know. You'll, 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 fill you'll fill us in. You'll fill us in. You'll fill us in. I'll I'll give an update every week. All right. Uh, quick, quick uh, re recap. Though. I think Matt linked the Kickstarter page. Like, oh my God, this game's like never going to go anywhere, right? Into our uh, Discord, and then she looks at it and she 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 backs it. Right? I guess maybe out of spite for Matt. I don't know. But I agree. I, I, I was hundred percent with Matt on that one. It didn't seem like it was going to go anywhere, but she she backed it and she we'll got the see. highest tier probably. We'll see. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Come on. I'm making assumptions. I've never you... bought anything in my life. Okay. Uh, nothing on Kickstarter. She would never. She would never hit the cash shops, all right? <laughs> I never would buy a full buy in uh, Shadowverse, okay? <laughs> never. Never. <laughs> you want to see my... Oh, wait, let me, let me, let me screenshot something. Go, go, go ahead and keep talking. I'll, I'll, all right. I think we got, we got a lot of um, we got a lot of good uh, G-Star stuff to talk about because as some of us should know, G-Star was this last week. <clears throat> There's a, a boatload of stuff to talk about. We talked about the Nexon's lineup earlier. And unless somebody's got something, something else they want to add for what they played this week, we got we got to jump to G Star. Jump right in. Thoughts? We're jumping in head first, boys. We're jumping in head first. We got to talk about Perrier Chronicles. We got stuff. All right. The company linked his recap over there. That's pretty good too. But we're gonna look at Perrier Chronicles first. You can see those gameplay videos. <laughs> yes, the game is is there. There's something there, guys. Remember we talked about how we all made predictions that Perrier Chronicles is basically done done so for a long time, and because they they scrapped it, they were gonna redevelop it. Now we're seeing a lot of real like gameplay, real progress, and right, they're so, not characters either. I know Matt. I, I, have, yeah, I have to jump on I, Matt on this one. I've never been happier to be wrong. Let okay, me just okay. say, just going to clarify because I think two weeks ago when we saw the first trailer, where we saw the like the Perry Chronicles characters in the logo, and even in that that second trailer was only fifteen seconds long. We saw like characters in the game, and Matt, you know, made a pretty good prediction that they'd be a character-based game, meaning something like DFO. Something like, you know, maybe even a little like Black Desert where you, you, you really have that archetype for your character and you can only customize around it. Whereas, you know, in a traditional MMORPG, you make a character and you can customize it however you want. So it is more like a traditional MMORPG. You can make your character, customize them however you like. And well, that I mean, seems it, is, it is still like Black Desert where you have like a specific race <laughs> and a specific like gender, I think. I think they're gender locked. That's what it looks like. They, uh, I'm not. I, I hate gender locks. That, that's one thing I'm not thankful for. Maybe we can rant about it later. But uh, I th yeah, I think it is gender and race locked. But you, you get a lot of customization compared mm -hmm. to what I thought you were gonna get. But look at that again. The art style is so different. Like we've seen, we've seen so many anime inspired games. But I feel like out of every, you know, even beautiful looking games like Oregon Kingdom, this looks really sharp. Like I'm surprised we haven't seen a stylized game like this before. And uh, it should be said that now that we're seeing it. Uh, there are some pretty cool features. There's, um, I don't, I still don't know exactly how it works. There aren't a lot of details, but it looks like you can buy like plots of land and put stuff on it, and you can then program that with a visual programming style. 
Wow. So yeah, yeah. You, there's still some level of like player input, like player involvement in some of the game. So house customization, that kind of stuff. And that was like the staple feature earlier, wasn't it? Where like players have so much input on how the world gets created. Well, there's yeah. also more. There's more because oh, yeah. you can collect Karana, right? Which are the cards that then mm -hmm. turn into monsters. Which combat is mostly based around. I think there's action combat. I'm not 100% certain of that, mm -hmm. but it's like mostly basic attacks for your player. It looks like, and most of the rest of combat is done through the summoning of Karana. And you can discard cards to get mana to summon more Karana. So you have to decide which ones you want to summon, which one you want to discard, and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But um, there is a Karana that can terraform. It'll allow you to terraform. Wow. In dungeons, too. And it's not clear, like, where and when they might restrict it. Like, there might be some dungeons that restrict terraforming, mm -hmm. or there might be only certain dungeons that you can terraform. And But um, it is a feature. So can you get cards by killing enemies, like, like, like almost like a Pokemon-style system? or is it I have no clue. Right. Yeah, again, we've all based on some Korean trailers we've seen. You know, there's still and some uh, news from G Star, but it's it's very yeah. unclear how it works in a lot of ways. Like, see, right here, the it it's ten seconds before now, but um, the combat in uh, there it looks like it's an action style system for your player mm -hmm. itself, but it's mostly just basic attacks with like a sword and stuff. That's what it looks like. Yeah, and looks looks pretty, and I'm glad to yeah, see I that like it's, it. it's going to happen. Definitely up my alley. I'm gonna. hundred percent. She was like the ultimate, like, uh, <laughs> like she has the weirdest, like, this like requirement for a game. She won't play a game unless it's like cute and animation, like pretty character designs. Like, it could be the best fucking game in the world, but if it's not, <laughs> if it's not, like, if it's not pretty, she ain't playing it. All right. Wow. Am I wrong, Shu? Am I wrong? I don't know. I played. I played War Mode. Come on. War Mode was well. War Mode was like. God tier game of the year ten years in a row running. That's different. That that's an exception, all right. But <laughs> you know, I wonder if they're gonna uh, not. Have you heard anything about the the visual novel scripting system? Are they keeping that, or have you, is there anything on it? In this, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. there there's been nothing. It's just like you have like different objects that you can place in your like mm -hmm. little plot of land. Say you have like a lever and you have like a door and some other stuff and you can like program it so that if it's like if this state, then when you pull the lever, it opens this or if this state, when you pull the lever, it opens that something like mm -hmm. that. Because they, 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 they have a system that they had before where you could make yourself an NPC and you could script like a like dialogue with your characters. It's kind of like a visual novel, like someone could just talk to you and like. So you can, make your, you, can make, you can make your character a sex spot, right? I guess so. <laughs> If it still exists, that's what's gonna if... happen. It's gonna be like, please insert like 100 gold, and then it's. Gonna... And then you you have like <laughs> automated cybering commands. Like, if player says hello, you re reply, "Hey, baby." <laughs> yeah, if if that still exists, they haven't talked about. It. I gotta say, my my <laughs> biggest worry in this game are the cards, but I'm gonna give them the benefit of the doubt because the cards look like an integral, thought out part of the game, <laughs> rather than a useless feature like in Paladins. So. Okay, I, I agree with you for one reason, and it's I don't know how I feel about having combat that's based so incredibly much on summons. Yeah. Yeah, okay. that's strange. Hold on, hold on. It's not strange. I, I think one of the most underrated and like fun mechanics in MMOs, okay, is the yeah, mechanic. Come but on. for like a summoner class, you know what I mean? It's every class is the summoner. Yeah, the class. more the, listen, like. pet pet mechanic the summoner class, the pet mechanic, the druid who gets the wolf. Was always I thought like some of the more interesting classes in games. I feel like we don't see enough pet care, like 
fully reliant pet character. So seeing that in the game, yeah, that's potential. I think that alone gets me intrigued as well. Some of the classes I had the most fun in were those classes. I mean, I agree with that, but I mean, but cards having all of it be on that is kind I, of, like majority of it being on that. Mm-hmm. Is kind of yeah, it, it, we gotta. I gotta strange. see. But you know, what I do like about this game. Obviously, we gotta see. We're Combat isn't everything Here's... in this game, so they have so much other yeah. things going on. That's good. Yeah. My thing is, it's one thing if you have like attacks that are based on cards, like Kingdom Hearts Chain of Memories or something, but to base it on summons that are based on cards that you have to discard and choose which ones to summon, it's just bizarre. And honestly, as long as you have everything else working well, I honestly think combat is not even that important. Like we always, I think we had a pretty big discussion earlier about combat is the most important thing. And most, I think Shu mentioned that with Blade and Soul a while ago. And I think most of us typically thought combat was important, but the more I play games, I mean, I realize combat is, is, is what you interact with regularly. But if you have everything <coughs> else around it, I don't care if the combat is like not fun as long as. I mean, it... that's like a lever, though, right? Like, yeah. yeah. How, how good is your other shit compared to like? If your other shit if is you great, have, I don't like, think the combat ultimate matters. Duke combat, but like literally every other system is like amazing. Then of yeah. course your game is gonna be. Yeah. You know. But uh, here's the thing, Omer. If mm-hmm. combat can be kind of awkward, but mm-hmm. it has to have some substance because you're going to be interacting with it a lot. You're you're gonna get annoyed if it's just like complete crap. Okay, maybe I can't express my my you know, my thoughts well, but I remember my brother and I played lots of Neopets growing up, right? And it, it's a, it it connects because we would you would play the mini games to get like you'd play the flash games to earn Neo points, and we'd play like you can play each one three times to get points for them, right? And like I was having zero fun playing those flash games. I would just grind those flash games for money, like zero tier fun. It was mindless, but I still loved playing it because I would the the world of Neopets where I can spend that money on upgrading my house, getting these rares, upgrading my pet, all that shit. Like, that made it fun. The actual process of... The thing I interacted the most with was the grind the stupid games. But I still did it, you know? Even in Ultima Online, I grind... Either killing enemies was stupid, but I did it just for the gold and everything else. Okay. Hmm. So, are you, wait, so are you admitting now that... Or are you still sticking by your guns that minigames in Neopets were combat? Oh, no. Uh, listen, listen. It's a... <laughs> It's something else. It's, it's the part else. you grind it. I get that, right? But it's yeah, not it's part combat. Sure, whatever. But okay. it, you know, my example is, you know, it, I, I think you can have a great game with with meh slash bad combat. Obviously, obviously you want all games aspects to be fun. But I, after playing Blade and Soul, I, I have difficulty enjoying the combat the way I do in any other game. But that's okay, you know, you don't need to have the best combat. But here's I feel a, like Blade and Soul kind of spoiled me for the combat. Here's a funny thought. I think what we should be asking is how's the gameplay? But that has kind of degraded now in MMORPGs to house the combat. I think, unfortunately, you're right. Gameplay nowadays does mean combat, and That's, it shouldn't. Yeah, it should, it should, be should not. Because, honestly, if you look at the gameplay, if you look at combat in MMORPGs as a whole, it can never really hold its own against, like, games that are dedicated on the gameplay. Stuff where FPS games, <laughs> all you're doing is shooting, and the context is irrelevant, you know, where MMO's context is more important than anything else. So it's, you can't win, I feel like, on the gameplay front if you if, if you're focusing exclusively on combat versus like <laughs> other genres where that's not that's you know that's like the number one thing. I mean, obviously, I don't know, but I, I can say right now that if combat is frustrating and awkward and depends heavily on grinding to get that one card to make your entire deck of Kirana like kind of come together, I, I don't think it's going to do well. Maybe. Somebody looked at this uh, a Paracroclus trailer, an English trailer, but that's that's from 
Star 2013. So again, this is one of those games that's been like, you know, development purgatory forever. You know, this is a G Star trailer in 2013. So it's probably development probably at least. But a year now it has a stuff. website, and unlike yes. with Area Games, that actually means something. <laughs> actually, that website for uh, Bless, I think, is still dead. You know what's yeah, funny? And Lime Odyssey. Lime Odyssey had a website forever. Just kill the website. Kill our dreams already. <laughs> well, Blessed Mobile is, is, has been announced. Maybe that'll be out before the actual game is here in America. Okay, I, uh, fine. We might as well throw it in there too. Uh, Blessed Mobile, it was, there was no gameplay trailer though, so we can only look at Bless on that. But it was, it'd be funny if we get the Blessed Mobile in Korea and China before Blessed Regular launches in the West. And I looked at it though, but it was it wasn't even like the company making Bless is going to make Bless Mobile. They licensed it to I believe a Chinese developer, so they're they're going to make it on their own. And I'm not even oh. I'm not even sure it's going to come out in Korea. It might, but it's not going to be like the same kind of game. It's going to be almost like nowadays when I think Chinese mobile game, like the typical way they go is with that. You know, I see the CP on the top left. We got the million. We got the million uh, tabs on the interface. So I don't know. Chinese they have mobile access game to um. Has not they, have access to, they have access to everything from Bless, though. The assets, so, yeah, I mean, of course. Yeah, I hope. Yeah, I mean, I hope it could at least awesome. look good. Who knows? Matt, Matt, didn't you play the the was it the Chinese developed lineage mobile game? No, I still haven't done that. Okay, because I'm curious what that actually ends up looking like. Because I think lineage is a huge IP both in China, like and and well, Korea. I could link you to a video, but right. I, I haven't played it myself. All right. Because if I remember correctly, it looked you know like that that whole. Chinese mobile game vibe. So again, I, I was impressed with Tiger Knight for being different. Hopefully, they they step up their their mobile game stuff. So maybe Bless Mobile will surprise us. Who knows? It was just announced the licensing, so we're not going to you know see anything forever, especially in the West, if it ever comes out here. All right. So what's everyone's uh, top game? Top game from G Star. There's yeah. a lot in G Star. Give me some. We still got a lot to go through. Yeah, we got a lot to go through. I threw, threw a couple more. One thing that uh, you know, we can what, the we talked about cards and summoning earlier. I know Altai loves cards, right? We, we can trigger Altai with more cards. I don't know why he doesn't like cards, but Estelia, a tradable card game plus MMORPG mix. Altai, initial thoughts. Okay, initial thoughts. You you're mischaracterizing me. Okay, cards can be good if they're an integral part of the game. Okay, okay. for example, I loved and I was one of the first people to play Wizard One Hundred One. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's cards, right? It's all, but it's done yeah. well. But having cards and like, so let's, let, me, let me let me watch this trailer. Okay, let me watch this trailer here. You're not gonna see any gameplay until you get to like four minutes. So if you want to skip the four minutes, you'll see some actual gameplay. Okay, it's like all tutorial. Yeah, it's all like it doesn't really stuff. show you how the whole. Uh, yeah, cards work over there anyway. You're just seeing basic attacks. The guy just starts playing. It's another summon thing. It's it's another summon thing, and you activate skills manually on your summons rather than uh, on your character. Okay, so yeah, sounds a little fishy. Okay, this is so it's, it's not integral, right? Because you also swing in sword. Um, so we'll have to see. I'll have to see. But yeah, Maybe. I feel like your basic attack is secondary to your to your summons once you get them mm-hmm. out. You know, what True. I think would be really interesting is if you just had like, let's just use Yu-Gi-Oh for example. Okay, like okay. what if you had like your own Yu-Gi-Oh character? You could make your own Yu-Gi-Oh character, and you had you're in the game. It was an MMO, so you could like meet other people and like walk around the town and like. You could duel anyone, and when you duel, it actually like had like that, you know, that thing where they have the thing on their arm, they put the card there, and then like the fucking blue eyes or dragon comes out, and then they like fight in the streets. Like that would be awesome. That would be pretty cool because the right? only Yu-Gi-Oh stuff we've seen has been like basically lobby-based card games. 
But I feel like one of the cool parts of Yu-Gi-Oh was like that that experience and being able to kind of walk around like a duelist town and fight people that way could be fun. <laughs> it'd be it'd be way more immersive than the stupid lobby system. Yeah, I mean, and, and it still uses like the card game. So I mean, if we wanted to go into something like Magic: The Gathering or like let's use Shadowverse for example, because that's mm-hmm. something that came out. Like imagine just like an MMO where like you create like you know a swordcraft character or whatever, right? And mm-hmm. then the fights were like armies, like you versus like another person. And, you know, you'd fight over, like, territory or something. And then when you actually summon, like, you know, like, a quick leader, it actually, like, appears on the thing and then, like, attacks the guy. That'd be cool. Like, wouldn't that be... That'd be really cool. Like, okay, okay, be... but here, here's the thing. If, if, I, if I have a character, right, I should be allowed uh-huh. to, like... I should be allowed to, like, start, like, draw extra cards when, when your character's not looking. You need to call me out on it. If you don't call me out, I, I get away <laughs> with it, you know? But if you call me out, my character gets, like, banned from the game or something. Like, if, like you can't duel for another week or something. And the third offense, you get banned permanently. That'd be cool. Anyways, uh... <laughs> See though, in the in the progression there would be like you, like your character being able to summon like more vassals or whatever, right? So like, so what you change yeah. just get rid of the lobby system and kind of replace it with uh, like a persistent world where you can walk around and challenge people. Exactly, and maybe have yeah. a system where you can like easily find people to duel. That's you just know, have like you know, three three, three models that come up when you summon stuff. You know, they don't have to be like super amazing looking, but. Yeah, it can be cool. You know, like, I want to see, like, you know, my fighters. You know, I summon, I summon like, a 1 1 fighter. I want to see, like, that Duker. You know I, I, mean? I want to see, I want to see my goddamn summon skull, right? I got yeah. you. Yeah. It'd be great. I'm still looking at this trailer for uh, Estelia. Anyway, so someone said it is similar to Perry Chronicles, but um, this game, the difference is you have skills for your character and you have skills that you have to manually activate for your uh, summons. Again, uh, the summon thing kind of reminds the way you describe the combat in Paracronicles and uh, Estella. It reminds you the combat in uh, in Digimon Masters Online because you literally, you know, you're basically your character in Digimon doesn't even attack. You just kind of stand there, you know, looking pretty, and you can use skills for your Digimon. And I think Digimon Masters kind of proves that people want. I mean, maybe it's obviously probably just a Digimon brand carrying that game, right? Because it's nothing special. But it, people want pet battling games, all right? I mean, Pokemon and Digimon. Are fine examples of pet battling yeah, games that do really well. Pet are there any other pet games? Different than um, pet battling is different than summoning through cards because they go away. You still got games, the characters. In in pet battling games, you have like characters that grow with you, and I'm not even 100 percent sure that the cards grow with you in this game. You just kind of collect them, and it's not clear how they work or if you can even upgrade them really. All right, quick question: Has there has there been any other like what other pet battling games have we had besides like Digimon, Pokemon, Monster Rancher? Like I feel like these games typically all do pretty well. Like I feel like if you're gonna make a random like Duker Duker game, pet battling is the way to go. I feel like you have the highest chance of success. People like they pet also, battling, it seems. They also do well because they have franchises behind them, though. They have like multimedia franchises that yeah, they build yeah, over yeah, time. But- has there been any other like no name brand X shitty pet battling games? Like I'm, yeah, there I hear, have. I, you know, I mean, I guess I just haven't heard of them. I don't know, but the one that, that shut down. Seems like what was it called? It's about to go. There's there's it? one on Steam, uh, Minimon or something. I don't remember. When was the last real Monster Rancher yeah, Minimon. game? Yo, Minimon's doing well. Minimon's rocking it on Android. I could, I'll tell you, what was it? Monster Rancher. What was the, when was the last real Monster Rancher game? It's not doing well on Steam though. It's Rock and Mobile, that, that Dude, mini Monster Rancher game. is amazing. That was a good series. I like Actually, that wolf. thing in the right game, it's got one player on Those Steam right now. It it's got 33,000 downloads on... 33, one, 1 to 5 million downloads on Android alone. It's Rock and Mobile. Mm. I ain't lying. 
Uh, I don't think I've I haven't heard about a Monster Rancher game in ages. Are they still making new episodes of that show? I'm pretty no. sure that thing's dead. I think the whole franchise is dead. Yeah, probably. Oh, so there you go. You were talking about monster games not doing well. That was one. It was so fun right. though, like the finding out what what's on your CDs, you know. <laughs> yeah, you had to get all your old DVDs, right? And scan you them to, and no, you, you had like, to swap you get random CDs. Shit. Yeah, you it, you open the thing and then you put a CD into there, and then like each CD has a monster on it, right? That was like, that was really cool. That was a cool mechanic. Let's be real, right? I remember that. Like, all you of could... a sudden, your old, your old shitty DVDs became like valuable because you get monsters out of them. It, it really worked too because like if you had the same DVD, you give it to your friend, and then they could unlock the same monster that you did. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Somebody said he's Ricey says he's still waiting for the Pokemon MMO. Keep waiting. It's never gonna. At this point, it's never gonna happen. I've given up all hope. Speaking of Pokemon, as uh, mm. we all know, the new Pokemon games came out. Mm -hmm. uh, they sold moon. They sold t over ten million copies. <laughs> I have not played it yet. I don't think any of us have, actually. I have. You have? How is it? Uh, it's It feels completely different. I can't really explain why. It's just, it feels completely different. Hmm. In a good way? The formula's kind yeah, of different, in a good way. too, right? It's like... Mm -hmm. they've, they've, they've removed gems. They have new challenges that I think are going to be more like dungeons. And I haven't gotten to any of them yet, but I'm pretty sure they're going to be more like dungeons. And they've removed gems, and you have to, like, fight the kahuna of each island instead of, like, gym leaders. You know, one thing that they changed that was, like, really disorienting was when I turned the game on, I was expecting, like, a title screen. There was nothing. It just immediately threw you into the game, which was cool. I, I like that. But wow. It was, it was, it was weird. Because, like, I, 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 I turned the game on, and I was like, oh, you know, I'm just going to make sure it works, make sure it's fully patched and everything, and then I'm going to turn it off, and then I'm going to go do some other shit, right? But when I turned it on immediately, it was just, like, it was, like, that the, whatever, the Professor Oak guy, and he was, like, talking to me already. I was like, what the hell? It also is one of my favorite quality of life features of all time because I don't care to remember all the matchups in between uh, Pokemon games, like between Pokemon, like whether or not Dark is strong or weak against Psychic or whatever the hell it is. I don't care to remember all that. Now, after you've fought a Pokemon once, it will automatically say on the button for that attack, effective, not effective, super effective. Yep, stuff I heard like about that. that. That is so useful. Also, it's just, it's one of my favorite things of all time now. If you guys are like me and have not purchased a 3DS yet, Black Friday is coming up, and Nintendo has a special deal. $100 for a new 3DS. Not XL, though. Not XL. Not XL. Did they have a deal on XLs or no? No. Not that yeah. kind of deal. No, I mean, like, like one with a deal. a little bit more expensive, but for the XL. It's 200 bucks. Yeah. Not, no, it's... It, yeah, it's, it's not... So no sale. Close. No, like, no discount. Once but you go XL, the, you never yeah. go back, man. Sure, how big is, is it? Really how, that much better? How about, yeah. Yes. I, really? Yeah, it feels a lot better. Uh-oh. I was thinking... Um, I've, I've had both. I've had both. And, like, I, I I used to think the same thing. I was like, XL, whatever. That sucks. And then I got it just because um I wanted a new DS. And I wanted it to be kind of different than the other one. So I just got the, X, the XL one. And I've loved it ever since. Hmm. Dang, now you threw some... Uh... That would me. You threw a wrench at all those plans. I, I was I, excited I'm to get sorry. this deal. He was ready to go, and now you made you. That's the worst when you when you. You like, should go ahead and just uh, get it if you're going to. It's it's never going to be that cheap, in the lifespan of it that again. Is cheap, so. Yeah. But if you buy it and then you really like it, you're gonna be like, holy shit! I wish I bought the XL. You know? Yeah. Right. No, you're not. You, it's you, the new you model don't... or the old one? 
It's what? the new model. And you okay. don't know that you want XL until you've actually used it. So it's, it's not like something that you're going to automatically go like, oh, I want the XL one. <laughs> you're going to be right. fine with it. Side anecdote to show my age, all right? Uh, I feel like the, the, with DS and stuff, like, you, you don't really appreciate how great the DS is when you, when you, un, until you look back at how bad the original Game Boy was. Where in the original Game Boy, it was like no backlighting whatsoever. So if you played in like a halfway lit room, you couldn't see shit. It was completely blank. It was. I remember like we had car rides, and when I was trying to play Game Boy, it was so impossible. You had to buy those lights, man. Anything. Yes. You had yes, to buy no. the little lights that plugged in. They were squiggly, and they would bend. <laughs> and they never bend the right way. You know what I'm talking about? Yep. Oh my god. It was the worst. All right. It was literally the worst. Trying to play Game Boy in the dark. Nowadays, you got the backlight. You're all spoiled, kids. You're all spoiled. Do you remember link link cables, man? It's like, hey, you want to play, and you have like this, like this shitty like thing. It's all tangled, and you take it out of your bag. <laughs> Honestly, it's not too much better now, though, with these with these long ass friend codes. What is this? Fucking friend codes? I hate oh, the you, friend code system. You, do you guys remember like those um those magnifying glasses that they put on top of the screen? Yeah, yeah, I, I had one of those too. I had I had one of those for GB. Those were literally the worst. It always got smudged. <laughs> Oh yeah, do you guys think Nintendo is ever gonna like just give up on DS and like go all mobile? Because everything that works on DS, minus like the 3D, you know, the 3D element, is gonna work on mobile. I mean, Nintendo's been pretty um, slow to adopt the mobile. The, the first Mario game is only coming out soonish, and that's a Mario Runner. It's not even a traditional Mario game, so I don't think they're ever gonna well, adopt mobile as their primary platform. You it's can't say not, ever. It's, it's also not really true so. that anything on 3DS is going to work on mobile because the two screens thing, it's actually super important for how the way those games work. They're, but you they're can not just, just easy guys, to do. Yes. Technicality. That's not, Technicality. That's not something that's going to work. That's, you it, guys are using smartphone that, and mobile interchangeably. The DS is literally mobile. You're right. You're right. <laughs> the DS is, is, is mobile. You're right. I think Nintendo will... We'll continue developing proprietary hardware for the foreseeable future. Nintendo will really stubbornly hold on to it. I think they, I think they go do so much better if they just went the way of uh, Sega already and just went to like publishing and development. No, I don't. I don't agree. So I actually, this is actually what I was going to say is that one thing interesting about Nintendo is I find they do a lot of kooky things, and then mm -hmm. you, so when you're looking at it, right. You're like, what the hell is that? Like, why the, why the fuck would I want that, right? And then mm -hmm. when you actually use it, you're like, wait a minute, I do want this. And Nintendo does it a lot. We're like, it just looks retarded. Like, like the DS at first, it was like, what, what, two screens? Like, what the hell is this shit, right? It, it did look retarded. I didn't it think retarded. it would be a success. I, 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 can, I, I can tell you right now that was not true of the Wii U. The first, my first I was thinking the, the same U, thing, Matt. The Wii U, when I first used it, it was heavy. The, the gamepad, it was clunky. I'm sitting there like, how the fuck am I supposed to use the middle screen and play this like a normal console game at the same time? This thing is massive. Wait, 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 I can't just tap wait, on it. You're talking about the Wii, the Wii U? I actually thought the Wii U was really amazing. Well, their I, sales I numbers did. It looks so clunky. For multiple I thought reasons. It, I like, thought it was a clunky disaster. I, I, I disagree. So, as a person, so it, it might be because... Um, well, I was looking at it from the point of view of like a person who's like not really a, a hardcore gamer, and I guess that's maybe why everyone thinks it's clunky. But if you think of it in terms of like people who would get this <coughs> console that aren't really like super hardcore about games, it's really useful because you can take that that game right, and like you're playing on the TV and you're like, you know, fuck it, I want to play in my room. You just walk over to your room, you can you could play it there. You can like go take a shit and like you know watch 
watch Netflix on the little. little but I can watch Netflix on my phone. Yeah, I was just about to say that. Also, here's the silver bullet. People right. that aren't hardcore gamers thought that the Wii U was a peripheral for the Wii. <laughs> it was a console. Issue, I guess. But it's... all right, guys, we 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 gotta get back to G Star. All right, we gotta get back. Okay, to yeah, back all to right, G Star. Right. Let's do some rapid right. fire. Shu, I, I got some great news for you, Shu. This is for gonna. Me? All right. This is this is aimed directly at Shu Boy and, like and potentially like me it. and potentially me. What I'm not even sure this is actually G Star related, but I had to mention it because Moonlight Blade Korea G-Star related has new female customization styles for Lolly. You can literally make a Lolly character Wait, in Moonlight Blade Online. And look how top-notch the lolly character looks, Shu. Look how adorable okay. this lolly is. You, wait, Here, you can actually make, like, like it's not like the Not, not yet. It's it's going to be Korean exclusive, I'm pretty sure. But but look how good it is. Look at the video, Shu. Uh, it's it's, it's literally top-notch. a child character? Yeah, literally look at child. it. Okay. Holy Here, here's, shit. Here's the Shu's problem getting excited. Hey, look at them Here, playing in the fields of flowers. It's so cute. Here's right? the problem, though. Here's the problem. There's okay? no problem. There is a problem. And I, this no may problem. just be me, but, right? But these are player characters. And... Moonlight Blade is a wuxia game. It's it's very like sword fighting and mm-hmm. using like semi supernatural powers to like jump can around. Not be no, sword just fighters? just wait. Can you imagine like how much? Okay, even with especially with the trailer with the whole their ch- children and some other player characters like the father that it runs up to and hogs at the end, like how. Uh, it's gonna ruin the immersion that they had, like the strict sense of like a wuxia novel come to life to see a little child that's a literal child running around with a sword. You don't watch anime. anime. It's not an anime yeah. though. That's the thing. It's 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 strictly a wuxia novel brought into Listen, an MMO. If if animes can get away with it, the wuxia doesn't get get away with it. All right. It, it's different though. These guys are geniuses. <laughs> I feel I'm like surprised that Sean hasn't sold, jumped in sold. yet and gone. It is different. How do I install this game? Because I know <laughs> Sean hated it. <laughs> they actually got on oh, how to play yeah. uh, Moonlight Blade. I, it's my very handsome Gumbaloni. I don't see. I think it's. I think it's telling, and I don't know what exactly it says that Nexon actually requested that Tencent add these adolescent characters to Moonlight Blade for <laughs> them to publish it in the South Korean market. It was so, a requirement. I, I don't it's I don't just, get it. Sean, I, back I'm me so, up I'm here. So out, it's different. What? It's different. The yeah, it's different. It's sure. Different. Sure. Uh, me, sure. Out of curiosity, what is your problem with being able to play? I mean, Matt said his was immersion, right? Well, to me, if if the main draw is because people find some type of uh, sexualized attraction, why it doesn't harder, have to be sexualized? Just, why if you, it's, you if it's just the idea up. that you can? Oh, can I finish my sentence? If it's just the idea that playing a child is appealing, then I guess it's whatever because most games. Most games don't let you play as, as say, children. Most games you start at 18 and move up. Um, I don't but care that way. You can. But what do you mean role-playing a dragon lady and, like, an orc? A child. A child. A human child. In fact, a human child is more like you than the orc male. No, I don't, I don't male. care about it, though. Hold up, hold up. Okay, let me jump in here. And, you know, okay. I think I respect the Chinese the most of the Asian lot. Okay? Why? Sure. When I see, like, a lot of Japanese media, right? Whether it's their girl bands, like the AKB, whatever, they where they intentionally make their adults, like 18 plus, look like kids, right? Juvenile. And then stuff like this, it, it just, I'm, I'm not even talking about the sexual part. It just makes me feel weird. I just, it's just weird. Why? Okay. But in China, at least when I look at Chinese media, like Chinese women, like, like at least they look normal-ish, as in like they look like humans. Like they try to look like humans. So I, I think you know. mean they look their age. They're yeah, yeah, age. sure. That's fine. Sure. 
So I think there's some kind of weird. It's just they have lolly. You tell me they don't have lolly characters in Chinese games. Come on, they they've got it. Okay, all right. they might. They might, right? And if I see it, it's okay. weird. But I, I see it less. I, I feel than I do in like a lot of other stuff. Like you don't really see lollies in League of Angels. Mm -hmm. You see hyper uh, you see hypersexualized, right? In all in, in yeah. every genre, including you know Western, you know medieval stuff, right? But it doesn't. It just makes me feel weird when I see this little kid stuff. I should point out, and I think it's safe to point out before we get ahead of ourselves. The trailer is fairly tame. Yeah. The trailer is yeah. tame. And this isn't. The, okay, I'm... I remember Ragnarok Online that you play as a kid. If you guys remember that, it's two characters got married, they have a kid, and it kind of fulfilled a role. So is this character fulfilling some type of lore role, or is it just a new customization choice? Just giving players a customization choice. I think it's a customization choice. It's just customization. But that's not a problem. Again, if you play an orc, it's just females. Wrong? There's no it's adolescent just, males. It's just females. Yeah, okay. okay. You got, you got that to... proves the point. The, it, it's, it's, it's... I, I'm with Erhan. Yeah. Erhan, I think, uh, elucidated would just... be better for me. And, and like I said, it's like, think, okay, like, because it's the one that everyone in the West knows. Think Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, except any of the females were all children. Like, just think about that. It's just know, I mean, weird. I really liked how it worked in... I mean, it, it's clearly going to be different than Moonlight Blade, but I liked how it worked in, like, Mabinogi, for example. You can have, like, a family and stuff in that game. You had age... Your and even like, even Lollafells are fourteen. They 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 look they're not even like they're not sexualized at all, right? And they're they're childlike characters. They're not, they're not sexualized, not one iota. Okay. And they if game fine, I think it's just they look really bro, cute. Bro, bro, if it wasn't sexual, they would have included the male kid. So not including the male as a telling I, song. Yes, as well. even if it, the, tra the trailer is tame. Okay, right? They clearly don't want to yeah. advertise. Hey, you know, have have some child porn. But but the fact <laughs> that they're including just a female. Is basically saying, listen, 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 child porn. Here we go. Let's slip it under the table. Okay, so, I, I kind of agree with it. The, the nothing wrong I, with it. Nothing the way wrong that with I it. The trailer is okay. There are a bunch of people that are going to have issues with this, especially with like the strict way that they've had their characters up till now. Moonlight Blade is like almost like cherished its authenticity and the whole wuxia kind of like feel. And I, I feel like the trailer is literally there to go, hey, look, we've thought this through. You know, this, mm -hmm. this, this is like, they're actually children. Here's it running up to another player character and hugging it like it's its father. You know what I mean? It's, it's their way of saying, like, we had to do this. Please don't hate us. Like, yeah, I definitely agree with your, your critique too, Matt. Like with the whole, it does break immersion. But for me, that's not even like the main aspect that rubs me the wrong way and maybe rub is the wrong word to use in this context <laughs> <laughs> you used that word on purpose i was waiting to rub one out anyways finish your uh mm -hmm. yeah i i don't buy this immersion breaking thing because everyone has their own immersion all right you break your own immersion all right like you don't have to be you know if you see that you can incorporate it into the game just fine all right just anything beyond that you can argue anything is immersion breaking if it just doesn't fit what you think belongs there like well okay bullshit because no. then you, your slippery slope would take us to anything goes then yeah yeah also, it's go. not just about cute little characters right because like you know everything okay. everyone like gnomes and wow or the, the your little what's the voice called in uh lalafell okay the name is kind of iffy but at least you can make male ones right yeah so it's like a yeah, whole i i agree with that though. okay I, I think you should be able well, to make well... male ones too yeah, Lollafells are a full race that they've invested time. My only problem with the Lollafells is a name. Okay, other than that, whatever. 
Why? They named their door Lollafells. Not Lollafells. Lollafells. Too close for me. Too, too close for comfort. You know. I need. I need. I need, I need like a, a berth, a wide berth. You, you need know. like a cane there somewhere. Mix it all up. No, no narrow <laughs> lines for me. I need. I need some. You know, some buffer. All right, <laughs> all right. You know, enough with the lollies. All right, we'll see. Watch, well, guys, watch. When the game launches, it'll, when they add the lo the lo the the new lolly character, it's gonna boom. All right, and when it booms, they're gonna add to the Chinese version, and it's gonna be huge. All right, you wait and see. Lollies are gonna sell the game. And it's not what? selling your point, just by the way. Why? It's just, it's just it, it, telling you what the demographic that plays the game, what something about them. I don't know what that is, but it's all. <laughs> you know, it's, it's like when uh, what game was it that added a, a class, and it boomed their pop? Was it Terra? Terra, so, yeah. Was it? Yeah. So the one that added only the market like, is not speaking to some type of, of correct. It does speak. It's creating no. more units of fun. Remember, if more people are playing the game, yeah, they're having more I know, fun. I, I, I remind you, I disagreed with your definition. You don't like units of fun, Gummy. Gummy, no. you, don't like, you hate fun. I do hey, hate fun. Hey, Gummy's on my side on something. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's get really to the next G-Star topic. All right, so I think a lot of these we can do rapid fire. The Tree of Savior mobile remakes we should bring up. Um, it's basically Tree of Savior on mobile. It's going to be almost identical, except for it's going to have autoplay, and the interface is going to be different. Autoplay? No! <laughs> Wait, well, oh! There goes all hope! Well, it's Tree of Savior is a huge though. grind. A lot of people that have played it are sitting here like, this is actually not something I hate. They're like, <laughs> okay, I can just turn it on and like... Just let it grind through the levels on that weird leveling right. curve of some sort. Wow, what the hell? As, as weird as it sounds, I'm okay with autoplay under one condition. If it doesn't use skills. If it just auto-attacks. Because then I feel like that's almost like fair. You know, if you want to level fast, you have to use skills manually and like move around efficiently. If you want to go the lazy route and you don't want to move at all, autoplay should just auto-attack and click enemies. Don't if it does that... Bot, though. You can bot. Like that's... Hmm. Isn't that bad? It's all your economy or whatever. Well, I mean, almost all mobile games have like this system of autoplay, right? But I feel like a happy middle ground for me would be if you if you need to have it, don't use skills. Give players like some kind of bonus for not using it. Yeah, I see. That'd be a really good medium, I think. <laughs> but yeah, from what they've said, most of the features are intact. It'll be a little more casual, but like the majority of Tree of Savior is intact. Right, it looks really good. Again, I'm seeing the the guy playing on his actual phone. These are these are the kinds of trailers I actually like seeing for mobile uh, mobile games. Usually, when we see mobile game trailers, it's just you know almost like a traditional PC game. I, trailer. I like having a sense of how it works. Like me too, exactly. This guy holding his Samsung phone and is showing me what it looks like actually. Like I know they can't bullshit me here, right? When you see a game trailer, eh, they're bullshitting me. You're not gonna be able to do that, right? But here, I can see it actually working. Even with that lineage eternal trailer, I can tell they were bullshitting me. Here, it, this is it, you know. This is what you get. What you see is what you get. And this is an honest trailer. Because regular trailers are all choreographed to look epic, too. And they're never as epic as they look on the trailer. And this actually gives me a lot of hope for the game. Because even with the autoplay system, just playing a traditional, like, full PC-style game on here is awesome. Like, do we know if it, is it a persistent world? Because if that is, I'm sold. I don't see why. Uh, but it wouldn't be. I'm pretty sure. That, yeah, it's, it's a persistent world as far as I'm aware. I'm sold now. Because, again, there's very few persistent world MRPGs. And the ones they are, they have, like, this... I, I like the stylistic look of uh, of this game as well. So I, I have high hopes for this. It looks awesome. Looks oh, good. Yeah. Okay, so next... Uh, shit, I closed the tab. Hold up. All right, fun fact too, guys. I, I mentioned Digimon Masters Online has been doing really well since it's locked on Steam. 
Altai, get this. It peaks at 3,000 players. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Digimon, yes, the same one that launched in like 2010 or something. I know. Just uh, rocking it. I know mm -hmm. Amira wants to make fun of the War Rage thing. The news for War Rage. Apparently, it's supposed to launch internationally within the next 18 months. We have okay, no that's idea the biggest, what that means. That's the biggest bullshit news ever. Yeah, War Rage says, oh, all right, guys, we're going to launch in the next 18 months. What kind of bullshit statement is that? You know, you can't say I'm going to launch in the next 18 months. It's like when your friend says, yeah, man, we should hang out, man. Uh, what about, like, three months? Does that work for you? That's basically saying I don't want to hang out. <laughs> hey, Omer, let's, friend... go to, let's go to Japan uh, sometime yeah, yeah. next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's bullshit. It means never going to happen, all right? <laughs> Yo, I'm yeah, waiting. Exactly. Dude, there's a better waiting for you. It's never gonna happen. If anyone right. makes plans that's more than like two weeks off, it's never gonna happen, all right? Like, like one month off. We'll leave one month as a cutoff. I saw right, I was so I... in Colorado about a year and a half in advance, and everyone doubted me, and then I fucking did it. So and I think I did it half out of spite. So see, if, you, <laughs> if you're motivated by spite, you'll do anything. So I think, I don't think that's always true. I feel but like I mean, you put that off for a while too. You were like, "I'm gonna go to Colorado. It's gonna happen." Like three years later, I it's gonna it. happen. He did it. He and did it. You he did it. Did like, no, I you did can't it. argue. Yeah, that. Yeah, you did it at the end. All right. So I do want to take this time to mention, uh, since I didn't follow War Rage very closely, uh, apparently it is an MMORPG. It's gonna be an open world sandbox MMORPG with a lot of war, and people are gonna be able to. <laughs> Explore the open world, build structures, and like somehow develop their ter territories. Like, this looks really cool, but there's no way it's gonna be as cool as it looks in the trailer. It's impossible, guys. I'm calling it. This already looks trailer? better than Tiger War or whatever it's called. What Tiger a, Knight. Tiger Knight. Empire War. Okay, you tell me this is open world persistent. Yeah. That's impossible. I ain't buying. What, I ain't buying what you're selling, Matt. I ain't buying what they're selling. And the yeah, first region is gonna do a console set. and VR version. Come on. You tell me they're gonna do a console VR and make it persistent. Come on. I ain't buying it. Oh, and well, it's coming out in the next 18 months. Come on. They're bullshitting me. Uh, we, we, we go from like an honest trailer for the for a Tree of Savior mobile remake to uh, a game that they, we promised it'll come out in 18 months. No, it's going to launch internationally months. in 18 Is it playable in, in China right now? No, soon. Right. But well, you, 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 you must control like units, like multiple units. There's no, yeah, like. Apparently, it is a, a sandbox, though, and the first region is going to be set at the beginning of the Silk Road. Right. The vibe I'm getting. Damn, it's got it's got all these war formations though. It's kind of neat. Yeah. Like realistic. So this kind of reminds do, 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 me do, 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 of the test duo in there. Reminds me of Civilization Online, which shut down. Any uh any similarities similarities there? I have no idea. We don't know enough. I'm I'm calling it right now. It's just gonna war be a, like a glorified Clash of Clans where it just it's basically a Clash of Clans. And when you fight what? people, it's gonna look like that. No. Like the cool scenes you see is just, just all these like no. free render nonsense where when you attack they, somebody's they, base, they, like, they're that. calling it an MMORPG. There, there's no way. They can call it what they want. All right, that trailer is like, way like... too ambitious. I, gess, I, ain't uh, buying what I don't know selling. why they're calling it an MMORPG because it does not look like one. I, I, apparently, I, all these structures you can build them or something. That's that's the impression I'm. Has getting any game delivered on the whole like the whole like you can build the battlefield and participate in it in an MMORPG? Yeah, Civilization Online. And it shut down. Yeah, it delivered to the that grave. That wasn't a very successful uh, pulling through. Well, I, Did I you think it had a lot delivered of delivered it to the grave? Yeah. <laughs> Here's the thing about Civilization Online. First off, it's I don't think Civilization is a well-known IP in Asia, right? So you can't carry it on that. And the other thing is, it's session-based. There's a winner. 
at the end of it. Like a faction mm. actually wins and it resets. It's not persistent. Right. So I, I don't think that was a popular idea, idea, especially with like how much investment <clears throat> it took and how long each round took. It took like a month or two for every okay, crow, round. It's so like a regular civilization game, right? I gotcha. Do you think uh, Crowfall has a chance then? It's got the same kind of session, long session based. I've never thought that Crowfall had a chance. Okay. I think yeah, people I think it so sounds cool. Back in Crowfall, like so close. Oh, 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 shoot, shoot. You backed that wizard bullshit Kickstarter game and not Crowfall. At least I think Dude, Crowfall I was, was way more legit. I was legit. close. I, I was going to I was going to buy like a like a guild set for like 300 mm -hmm. bucks. And I mm -hmm. was like I had it in my cart and I was like getting ready to buy it and then I like kept I kept hesitating, kept doing research and I was like, "Nah, I'm not doing it." But like that seems to be that's I think the most legit like Kickstarter game I've seen. Like Oh, okay. I mean, you guys know me. It's, it's gonna come out, but I don't I think trust, it's I trust Crowfall the most out of those. I just, I mean, I, I think a lot of people are looking at this like, oh yeah, awesome PvP game. I just, I don't think people are putting the thought into how they're gonna like view the investment that it takes in every world and having to reset that world and only have your own character as like a persistent element. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't think they're thinking this through. Like, it's. It's going to be something that a select amount of people like, but it's not going to be something that's going to be widely popular because people really want to invest in the world, and the world is going to be constantly changing on them. If you look at the video that I linked, it shows the game uh, no, War Rage Off at G-Star 2015. You can do some more like actual like on-the-ground gameplay where you see individual characters being controlled. It looks like Tiger Knight then, doesn't it? Okay, I'm watching the same trailer that you, uh, I showed on the stream. Based on this trailer, okay, I'm going to predict this is never happening. This looks too good to actually happen. There's, too good to be true. There's too, too to many real. NPCs, too much going on, and you're telling me this is happening, you know, with lots on of players. Too, and VR, come on, come on. This is this is not happening. They, they didn't even consider a console and VR as well. They didn't say it was going to happen. They didn't consider it. But the fact that they're even considering it seems way too ambitious. Mm -hmm. If this happens, it looks amazing, right? But this is it cannot. There's no way they can deliver on this. Coolness. No, there's no way. I mean, yeah, uh, the, the top so comment cool. is EU closed beta in 2042, open beta 2050, as usual. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this guy got it. This guy nailed it. Well, I mean, it is Netties, so I mean, I'm hoping that they pull through and they uh, manage to release it. Yeah, I mean, what I mean, are they again, Netties is a big company, so they got that going. Which it'd be like if Blizzard released this kind of trailer, because I mean, Netties is the, is bigger than Blizzard. Netties is not Blizzard though. They're Just because you're a big company doesn't mean you're known for quality. Yo, yo, cough revelation, cough. Yo, wow, shots fired over there. He's not wrong. It's not got like, the like a quality they, game. If anyone got the resources, it's Tencent and NetEase in China, right? Yeah, sure. The ambitious project okay. is them. Are you saying it's too big Here's the sales? difference, though. <laughs> Tencent is for quality. Tencent I got a great analogy for you, Omer. Oculus hmm. pretty much had unlimited funding, right? Couldn't yeah. deliver fucking touch controls. Uh, at the same time, they release the headset. Meanwhile, HTC Vive, a far smaller company, is able to push nope. out the whole thing. Someone trust sounds really once. salty right now. <laughs> no, trust, trust the Chinese. Trust I the am Chinese. salty. I chose wrong. I chose poorly. <laughs> Some guy actually, somebody commented on, on a video saying like, I was being too mean against Chinese. Look, I trust the Chinese. All right, they they get shit done. All right, that's why I trust the HTC over you know the Oculus because. They get their shit done, and for that reason, this game will come out, I think, but not the way we. Not as it's not gonna be as cool as we see. It's impossible. If it if it is this cool, I'll eat my hat. I'll buy a hat and I'll eat it. But we'll were you supposed to eat something else for a bet you were wrong about? I feel like you're supposed to I drink a I warm. I was wrong about. No, you were supposed happened. to. What was it? A warm something. No, it warm was a, light. It was a, warm, a warm Las Vegas like sun 
Bud Light Lime. They, yeah, oh yeah. yeah, for what though? What were you losing? For, oh, for Star if Star System comes, comes out. Oh yeah, that's right. I'm so right, Gucci. So I'm gonna do a few more rapid fire ones just so we can. All right, hit them up. Do it. All right, so Project Meta. Project Meta is they put out a trailer, and. Wait. I'm really confused about it because they are now saying after they release the trailer that it's going to be a side-scrolling MMORPG with an art or MORPG, sorry, with an art style resembling that of Street Fighter. And what? Uh, Look at that video. Um, How is that 30-second video side-scrolling whatsoever? So is this, I, I, you don't even see you the path. Believe, dude. Is this, is this a placeholder name or is this the actual name of the game? It sounds placeholder to me. It's got it. anything with project in it. It's got to be placeholder. Almost always, but don't project forget, project genome. this is Asian though, so anything's possible. And the end is like play, share something, and I'm just like, we can't share, talk, play and it. try. That's it. Share, talk, and try. We can't try it though. So like, what's going on, Nexon? I, I, I don't know. This entire thing is just weird. I, I don't know what they're getting at. I don't know where the side scrolling is supposed to be. Matt, on the article you said that GSR twenty sixteen that the game will be a quote a side scrolling action MORPG. Yeah, Was MORPG. No, that's not a typo. That's that's what apparently they said. A massive online role playing game. But it's not multiplayer. No, multiplayer massive... online. Okay, this, okay. So it's not massive. This scene at nine seconds. Uh so does it remind anyone else of the Vindictus uh like starting town? Yes. <laughs> yeah, I got Vindictus and like some slight BDO vibes from that that scene. Uh -huh. All right, so uh, I know since Dragon Nest has come back, everybody's going to be excited about the new class. They, uh, they have previewed a scythe-wielding dark sorceress, and I really like scythes, so I'm, I think this is cool. Communist. Okay, for the record, I think we had a discussion about scythes on the MO's Discord, right? MO's Discord is where the great minds of the world come together and discuss issues that actually matter. Elon and issues Musk is in there. And, and yeah, you're immediately this... wrong about this because of course not, I'm not Knight, wrong. Which I has said... historical accuracy. No, they have a it has no historical, no historical accuracy because the Romans were not fighting the the Three Kingdom era uh, Chinese warriors, all right? And speaking Chinese while doing it, that wasn't happening. But anyway, the, the discussion this week was worse. Somebody, I think Matt said he liked sights, and I said sights aren't real weapons. And I'm pretty sure, and I maintain that sights are not real weapons. They were used to cut wheat, all right? That does not make them a weapon. How did you kill you with a sight? Like peasant uprisings, like you know, yeah, like, if you, you, you like, like a pitchfork, like a pitchfork, right? Yeah, if you Google it, but it's not a weapon, you know. It's, it's yeah, technically, I guess a rock can be a weapon too, but like it wasn't like 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 you see in medieval games, like critique on stuff, and any game like where like there's the, the Death Reaper class that uses a scythe. No, it's, scythes were used to cut grass and wheat. If you Google scythe, it even says a tool used for cutting crops, cut with Listen, a scythe. If I break this bottle. And I come at mm. you. It's a weapon. Didn't right? gladiators use uh, war pitchforks? Like the net and the pitchfork? Yeah, but the scythe is not a pitchfork. War, so that was a, that was a thing. Yeah. Trident was different. Trident, like Trident, Trident. Yeah, isn't there, so, okay. is there a... You... Trident is, is, a, is a flavor of gum, all right? It's a brand of gum. But anyway, look at the scythe page <laughs> on Wikipedia. All right, there's not a single use of the word weapon. There is actually a couple uses of the word weapon. That's made that up. <laughs> 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 Okay. The Greek and Roman harp and Egyptian kopesh were sites or sickles modified as weapons. Yeah, modified See, as weapons. If you got nothing still else, okay, cool. sure. If you got nothing else to use, they weren't, they weren't cool. like, our, you know, it wasn't like, all right, let's go equip our soldiers, okay? We can give them long sword spears. No, 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 let's give these guys sites. We got, we got a group of scythe wielders over here. The right, Greek we'll general Prothius, he only used sites 
<laughs> and he beat back the Assyrian Empire, so I don't know what you're talking about. Didn't oh, happen. So, Didn't happen. The Kopesh, the Egyptian weapon. Kopesh, was used in the Battle of Kadesh, okay? Uh, in the Egyptian New That's Kingdom. That's a poem by Ginsburg. Sorry. What, 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 what battle was that? It was like maybe like a couple peasants were... Late May 1272 BC, okay? It was an Egyptian Same tactical it. victory because they had the Kapish. Whoa. Okay? The Hittite yeah. Empire, okay. if, if they had sites too, they, maybe they would have won. <laughs> okay, again, uh, I'm going to make an Omer comment. Who cares? It's cool. Leave it alone. <laughs> all right, all right. Hold, the, hold the front door. Hold the front door, guys. This is not a scythe, all right? You guys are schmucking me over here. But it's a scythe. Look at, look at the weapon Altai was just talking about. That ain't no scythe. It's a scythe. It's a scythe. What? It's got a little curve. What kind of, this is literally oh, a yeah, it's got a sword. <laughs> look at the type of weapons. It's a sword. Swords are not scythe. It's a sword. Okay, freaking Altai. Make it's a sickle here, sword. Buddy. Sickle dash sword. Look. Yeah, 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 right, so yeah. This ain't no scythe. How about this one? How about this one? While they're arguing about... The validity of science as weapons. We're gonna move on. Chat. Too. <laughs> um, so I still maintain science is not real weapons. All right. Speaking of I'm dragon not. nest, uh, I am giving no ground. Continue. Speaking of dragon nest, Identity Games has announced that there will be another dragon nest game called World of Dragon Nest. It's gonna be a mobile open world game of some sort. Oh boy. I'm looking at the world gameplay trailer. I, it's called the camera version, so you know it's high quality. <laughs> I'm liking it though. The fact that it's open world, I think uh, a lot of mobile games, like mobile MMOs, really haven't hit a chord with me. And I, I played Divinity Mobile. I tried to hit it. Just the level based progression, like it's you know, in, instance based stages, short stages, almost like a pathway. It just didn't. It just seemed kind of meh. Whereas you know, at least this looks. It's an open world. This and Trivia you know, Mobile remake, <laughs> they had real potential to be you know, as, as well as all the chat. There's one Japanese developer that makes only like open world mobile MMORPGs, and those are kind of cool too. So I think the trend for persistent world is gonna is gonna work really well for mobile. I think, and it's gonna get it's gonna capture like a more hardcore audience. Anyone else weirded out by seeing Dragon Nest characters on maps? By the way, yeah, first yes. <laughs> they're they look, cute. They look like chibi kind of almost. The, the horse looks chibi. Wait, does the art style in this video remind you of Fly for Fun, or is it just me? I'm getting some Fly for Fun. It's Dragon Nest. It is almost exactly. I Dragon know. Fun. I know. The, the, the soldiers in the armor reminded think, me of four. I, I think the fact that it's camera version is like degrading it to oh, a level that, that's where... That's 90% of the reason it reminds me of four. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, the, the, the Duke tier quality is what's making it seem that way. But yeah, we're going to get a lot more uh, mobile games in the future. It should be no surprise. Uh, fun fact for you guys too. Uh, our mobile traffic is growing quite a bit too. I think about 25% of everyone that goes to MMOs.com right now is on mobile. About a year and a half ago, that number was 10%. So even people that are interested in MMOs, we're getting like 25% on mobile. So mobile is going to eat everything. It's going to eat the world. Mobile is going to eat the world, indeed. Yeah, you heard it here first. Even and, uh, though you all probably already knew it. And while we're talking about Nintendo DS, I remember Matt linked an article about the DS sales numbers. Mm -hmm. And it said, okay, the DS, by the way, is considered a massive success, right? The 3DS? Yeah. The, the, the lifetime sales are, are hovering somewhere in the 50 million range, right? That's less than the number of iPhones Apple sells in one quarter. And remember, Holy and remember, shit. over half of app revenue is games, mobile games, right? So, that's so ginormous. iPhones are actually gaming platforms. You know, that's most of the money. Most of the money people spend on their phone is on games, right? That's what yeah. App Annie tells us. So, it just shows you how small, uh, you know, mo you know, what's it called, handheld gaming is versus just mobile gaming.
But if you look at those numbers, isn't it just telling how small regular gaming is too? If you look at like, I mean, how big are console games in relation to mobile? Like, do we have numbers on mobile game revenue versus like console game revenue? Mobile? I don't know. I mean, that, I, mean I know the, what's it called? Neo Zoo or, ne or New Zoo and Super Data do do whole industry breakdown. So next time one of those come out. CNBC says mobile game revenue to pass console and PC for the first time. And yeah. let's see when. Outship money generated by... In 2016, this is the first year where mobile game revenue is set to surpass console and PC. That is insane. And it's only going to get like crazier and crazier. Speaking of uh, surpassing, before mm -hmm. we move on, I do want to mention that NetEase has passed Tencent in mobile games revenue and is slowly <laughs> winning the war on at least one front. Wow. As Chinese mobile game two, front, yeah. Yeah, as the two big uh, Chinese heavyweights right now, um, it's interesting to see that Tencent has finally been dethroned with the release of Onmyoji, which has apparently taken all of China by storm. It's It sounds like, well, I don't know for sure because no one's made mm -hmm. the comparison. It sounds like it's basically China's Pokemon Go. Wow. I'm actually really surprised by this, that uh, NetEase passed Hey, Grand Tencent. is on there. Holy shit, number nine. So Tencent passed uh, NetEase. NetEase was the number one. Oh, Tencent passed NetEase. Okay. okay. Yes, NetEase was number one for such a long time, right? Okay, because okay. they have uh, Fancy Westward Journey yeah, yeah, Mobile, okay. which has been enormous. Here's, but here's sorry, the, I, I here's the this reason line. why. I'll tell you the reason why. Tencent has done a scattershot <laughs> approach for a long time. Like they've, for every new game that NetEase released, Tencent released 10 games, right? So that's I think that's the main reason why they got passed. If you look at the actual uh, data, on like the I'll link it over here real quick. Just a quick look at the. This is on App Annie showing you iOS top games, highest grossing games. Yes, number one right now is Tencent because the game is rocking it. You gotta yells on me. You gotta yells on me, baby. That's, that's All right, I'll yells you up real quick. All right, I got you, buddy. Top grossing games. Of these games, you can see number number one is Tencent, and the next three are all Netties. It's like Yoza. There we go. So I think the reason they passed, they got the scattershot approach, and they're rocking that approach. Of course, Tencent is still winning on PC. Yeah, Tencent. Plus, they got they got League of Legends. They got a piece of uh, Blizzard, so they dominate PC. See, guys, I picked a good game to play. See, with Fake Grand Order at number nine, get that. Yeah, yeah I, when I saw Fake Grand Order there, I was you know I was gonna mention it to you, but I keep forgetting. Yeah. yeah, Fake Grand Order is killing it in China too. The game is awesome. It's really it really really high quality art. You know what's yeah. higher? Honestly, you know I played Hearthstone. Yeah. I mean, having played like a few hero collector games recently, just like do videos for them on MMOs, I played Chaos Chronicle. It's another hero collecting game, but Fake Grand Order is just so much prettier. Like the animations are beautiful. Like it's got such high production value. If you want to play a hero collector, Fake Grand Order is a good one to play, but it's not in English, so it's probably yeah. not a good one to play for that reason. So you still have to kind of like you have to do like a. They should it, release it in English. I don't know yeah. why they don't. Like they make so much money if they did. I know. Well, maybe not, though, games. because uh, none of the hmm. franchises are recognizable in the U.S. It doesn't matter, do people... do they? You can't recognize, like, like legendary heroes from history? Like, Yeah, no, the good thing about the fate, all those games, they have, like, real characters from history. So that kind of, like, makes the characters more recognizable. Obviously not all of them, but, you know, a good chunk of them. Dude, you could get Thomas Edison in this game, okay? <laughs> <laughs> Freaking Thomas Edison battling freaking yeah, Alexander. Yeah, that seems legit. Thomas Edison. Okay, I'm gonna. <laughs> does he does he throw light bulbs like? As a does he does he battle Tesla? Like does he have plus bonus? Yeah, he's an asshole. His his special power is electrocute elephants. It's super effective against Tesla. 
Is this this is the one? Hold on. Why why is it opening in this? Dude, look at okay, look at this guy, dude. Check him out. Check that guy out. Check him out. Check out Thomas Edison. What? 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 How is this Thomas Edison? He's just a giant lion. He's a space. Droid. He's a space lion. In what world is it? What did you link me? Is this the correct link? <laughs> that is the one. That is the one. That is. All right. Well, apparently. If you ask the Japanese what Thomas Edison looked like, this is what they came up with, right? Yeah, this, is <laughs> this is the America. account of what he looks like. This is the America trailer for uh, the America <laughs> expansion for Fate Grand Order. Literally WTF. I just. Yeah, I'm looking at this. Oh no, 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 you can't. Like, if you link this, you might, we might get DMCA'd. Who knows? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. is awful with the copyright laws. You can't. You can't link Japanese videos, show. Oh, that sucks. We used like a, a three-second clip from Pokemon Go, even though it was already on YouTube, and we had we had the whole podcast. DMCA and then we had to like wow. it. it took forever. So yeah, can't can't risk, can't risk. I did so fast. Like a freaking giant laser. Tom's it seems legit, seems legit. Alright guys, I want to hijack the discussion real quick. Alright. Uh what do you guys think about uh this is a random question, but what do you guys think about video gaming movies? Because we have Assassin's Creed coming out. Does anybody want to see that? No. But I, I probably will see it just because if I'm bored, it's something to see. I, I think they're kind of fun. I want to see it just because, you know, it's a video game movie. Uh, even Warcraft, people told me it sucked. A lot of people said it sucked. I, I thought it was fun. If you expect, like, you know, nothing, you, you can still be impressed. I think the thing for... I, I also thought the Warcraft movie was fine. It's I haven't played World of Warcraft in so long. So when I saw it, in my mind, I didn't I didn't view it like a, a video game movie. And same thing with, mm -hmm. with Assassin's Creed. I'm not going to go into it thinking it's a video game movie. I'm just going to watch it like a movie. Yeah, I think that would be, and I, and that's probably why Resident Evil did so well, because they were just kind of movies, right? But I feel like the Resident Evil movies had like no video game connection. Exactly. Like, yeah, it was like, and that's only why they because did... zombie movies are so established. You yeah, know? yeah. this is a zombie movie, and that's why they did well, I think. Yo, if that movie, if if Resident Evil was supposed to be accurate, like they'd be conserving bullets, all right? If I if I saw them conserving bullets, like, it'd be, it'd be what did I miss out on? Why is everyone posting a shadow of Abraham Lincoln lolly? What is this? <laughs> it's a uh, character in Fake Grand Order. I leave for one minute. Wait, is there? Uh, a, wait, wait, what? No, that that's actually <laughs> Thomas, that's Thomas oh, Edison. talking about in the chat. That's Thomas Edison. Yeah, dude. yeah, I want to see him. Yeah, but Amir, I don't think anybody <laughs> that watches or plays Assassin's Creed is really going to be happy with the Assassin's Creed movie. movie no, they can't. It's impossible. They, it's impossible to please them. It's just they fucked it up. Like they've already fucked it up in the trailer because like it's like yet, having. Though. And, yeah. yeah, but they've already fucked it up. Instead of having the animus as something that like you sit down and you plug into, it's like a mm -hmm. fucking Matrix-like robotic arm that like stabs into your back and picks you up into the air. Look, it's <laughs> just got, outrageous. Got... It's outrageous, I tell you. But do you think it's going to alienate their audience? I feel like all the Assassin's Creed fans will watch it anyway, just so they can rail on it. Look at that face right there. Hmm. Thomas is his final form in the game. He's like fucking carrying an American flag. What is what is wrong with Japan? <laughs> How is this Thomas Edison? Like, what, is he, he's got the light. He's got the light bulbs on his back. Though I'll give him that. Guys, I figured it out. I figured out why Japan is so silly. We gave them the wrong history books. We've been wrong them all this whole time. This is what they think our history is like. like we gave him. We gave him the Jungle Book when it was supposed to be like the. <laughs> this is what they teach the school. It's like yeah, you know all the people in America. They used to be like lion heads. They're all superheroes. <laughs> No, no right, wonder right. Japan loves America so much. 
Guys, guys, we got it. We got it. We can't. We we gotta mention Maple Story. All right, it's been too long since we mentioned. Oh, uh, all right, all right. There's some big news from Maple Story. Actually, we forgot to mention the week before too. Actually, the Maple Story two is actually happening in America. Hon. What do you What do you think about that? Whoa, really? Yeah, it's, it's, on, it's, it's not official. It's not official. It's not official. They they're hiring. They were hiring a project manager for Maple Story two in California. Right? They wouldn't be hiring a project manager. For Maple Story too, if it wasn't going to happen, That's so they're true. clearly working on preliminary plans to bring it to America. Like it, it's the gears are rolling, well not rolling, turning. The gears are turning, so that's happening, right? But Which is surprising I'm, I'm, because it's not yeah. doing well in Korea. No, but at least it's going to happen. I'm, I'm just glad to see we can at least. If it's going to be shitty, I want to try it and then say it's shitty. All right, but it still hasn't come out in China. They've been doing Tencent's been doing its uh really long, like months long beta processes. For it, so it's it's taking forever in China too. <laughs> I mean, uh, I kind of think it yeah, looks cool. Like, it, I mean, it, it all determines how much content there is and how fluid this, you know, the movement is. But the the premise, you know, the two the blocks and um, the art style, I'm all for the art style. I, I I like the way it looks. It's weird when you play it though, because oh. there's zones and they're like islands that just float in the middle of nowhere, <laughs> and you can fall off of them. <laughs> it's, right, it's but... very weird. <laughs> She, she was losing her shit over more comments than stuff. Don't click on it, though. Don't click on it. Whoever is, whoever is the point of view. Oh, my God. Anyways, that is amazing. Uh, yeah, but, I mean, having played Maple Story, it, it's definitely... A, it's Okay, I think the reason that it didn't do well, and this is going to be kind of like... A, it's all speculation, but I think that the reason <laughs> it didn't do well is because it plays just like 3D Maple Story from a top-down perspective. But I don't think that people, like fully processed that 3d maple story was literally just a typical arpg <laughs> and the, the side school made that game charm is what made it charming i think i mean it, it's basically just a typical arpg now but it's the same gameplay and you can feel it and i i just i don't think people really process that i don't right, think we're ready the, for 3d the, games in our minds you know so i know <laughs> but Sorry. the real news here is that maple story one has a pretty huge update it's, we forgot to mention last week about the maple story two thing maple story is finally getting their fifth job classes. So there's gonna be for for all the games, 41 uh, jobs. They're gonna get access to another class. So it's a huge, huge update for the game. Uh, it'll be, I think it launches sometime in December or early uh, January because the, the events are beginning November 30th. So it'll probably begin around then. If you look at that video, you can see how crazy the numbers are already. Just like every class, you can just see how much damage they do. They actually removed the cap from the damage as well. So now it's uncapped damage and just seeing the video, you can you know in the in that post of just doing a bajillion damage to everything on the screen, it still gets me excited. Right? I don't know why. There's something about seeing all that damage on the screen that, that's getting me amped up. Am I the only one? You're come alone. On. No, 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 no. I'm with on, you. I'm with on, you. Come on. The, the, it, it depresses me. The, 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 it looks so cool. Numbers. Look at all the like the fact that here's what's even cooler, right? The fact that they put it's just a stupid thing, right? But the fact that it's not one number over their head, right? It's like it's like six numbers over their head. It's like the number was so big they couldn't fit it into one like set of digits. So right? much I, I hate seeing that many numbers. I love numbers. it. I hate it. I love I, it. I, I think it's great. It it's great. It's great it's for visceral. this reason. It's so visceral. Watching that is not visceral. That's literally this is so text on the screen. Not That's not visceral. what visceral is used. No, no, no. <laughs> hold, hold on, hold on. Sure. As the keeper of the word visceral, is this visceral? Ugh. I want to say it is, but it doesn't make it this <laughs> We'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. She said she wants to say it is, so say what you want to say. <laughs> We're good. All right, stick with I'll your gut. Right 
Okay, here's my but, take uh, on uh, the numbers. Go ahead. I don't actually. I probably wouldn't like seeing them in real life, but uh, when I'm playing. But the fact that when I'm playing Maple Story, right, and I'm doing like ten damage, like slowly, right, ten. Yeah. One, I watch these videos and it keeps me motivated to keep playing because I like. I yeah, can't. You want to be this guy? I can't wait to clear the you know the map this fast, right? I keep that's that's what keeps me playing. I mean, so, it definitely um, looks cool. Seeing them do like all these crazy shit, like I played a. Uh... What was the name? I was like a light, not 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 ice, not, ice, not a lightning mage, but the the one that does the AOE lightning damage, with like it travels through every character. Luminous, I can't I forgot. I was like level right. one ninety eight or something. I didn't get the I didn't quite get the two hundred, but I was level one ninety eight or so. I would clear the maps really quickly, but it never looked this cool. And I want to make all these cool. I want to do these cool abilities. But uh, they are decreasing the amount of XP needed to level up once again. I mean, if you play oh, wow. OG Maple Story, it was like insane to get to level forty. Like forty was such like thirty five was like. The glass ceiling. Once you got to like level 35, every level took forever. And now you get to level 200 in like casual play of a couple weeks or so, right? But now they're reducing the, they're permanently reducing the amount of XP needed to get to 200 by 30%. So lot. it's going to be even quicker. Remember hacking so all will be available. <laughs> oh, of course I hacked in Maple Story. It was so Maple fun. Maple Story, you would hack because it took so long to level. And I mean, the plan was, I guess, I mean, my plan was to sell my account, but I always got caught beforehand so it didn't work out how but... many classes are in this game holy shit like 40 shoe wait really Damn. yeah mm -hmm. i can't emphasize enough how cool that is the, the fact that maple has so many classes like, i like that one, i freaking love that you know any game that has a shit ton of classes and by the way shoe some of these classes have multiple job advancements right like, like multiple like three job advancements at like level 20 and 30 right so the yeah. fact that they have like so many base classes it, it, it makes it even more crazy because you know, they, they advance it it's the only game where like, I kept making new characters to try everything. This, like, this trailer makes me want to play this game. Like they did a good right? job. They did a really good you know, job. You're seeing some sick gameplay over here, right? Yeah, like I, I like I, I don't I've never I've uh, well I've shoot it, this I've game is maybe, shoot like, you go back, if you play Maple Star I'll play with you right let's do it let's make it happen make it so. <laughs> I don't know I have so much other stuff to do but I mean like like if I if I wasn't you know invested and I saw this trailer and you know it's the first time seeing it you're like wow this looks like something i'd want to play you know yeah because it's awesome yo all right yo we gotta do a maple story job. sunday Good fun job. day have we done have we done maple yeah. story no we have not Mind not for sunday we should well, the one also, Le first of all, somebody said leandro that says rth is 180 class that's some bullshit all right the way rth defines a class was like the biggest nonsense in the world right because you pick like three like uh like set of skills and then each set of skills once you have every combination of those three right is its own class so yeah, they have a technically a bullshit number of classes, but you just have three skill sets and you can equip them. That, that's barely a class. I don't count it. I ain't counting it. <laughs> you know, Archage has a... Uh, is that how you say it, by the way? Isn't it Archage? Archage. It's Archage. And some guy actually, every time I say it wrong, he reminds me and says, stop saying it that way. So I'm, he's going to say it to me again this time, guaranteed. Um, they're going to have fresh start servers on the, Ooh, you know, the 8th of December. And you know what? I never played it, so I'm actually, I'm actually kind of excited uh, mm -hmm. to try it out. With the new update, we're we talking about Maple Story still. Main thing. No, that sorry, I digress. Away from it is that it's uh, it's been out for so long. It's like, why why should I play? You know, that sounds like a great idea. Fresh start. Mm -hmm. Hold up, hold up, hold up. So when is this going live? November thirtieth for Maple Story. Oh no, the events begin on November thirtieth. It said so. I I'm guessing it's gonna begin probably sometime in December or January. Okay. Uh, they said they arrived this winter, so yeah, yeah, they're definitely happening this with the events beginning November thirtieth. So it's gonna happen. But then this winter could also be January. I always forget that winter is December, January, February, right? Because I always think November. I, for some reason, I think November is winter. I don't know why. 
Winter's oh. Winter's a confusing one. Hmm. All right. I've never had that issue. I gotta say, I think there's right. something wrong with your brain. <laughs> I, I think you're dying. Wow. But the only logical I'm conclusion. Most, I'm most hyped about Maple Story right now after seeing this trailer. Like honestly, no other trailer gets me this hype. All right, Sunday Funday. <laughs> when this comes numbers. out, Sunday Funday with the 30% experience, uh, you know, boost or whatever, or less experience required. We'll see. Yeah, how, we'll, we'll get to like level 100 in like a couple hours. Yeah, we'll see if we can get to. We'll, we'll, how about this? We get we play for an hour before and get to like 50 or whatever, and then we see how far. Yeah, we can and then we see get the highest level. Yeah. You guys want to make a contest out of it? Yeah. Are we going to race? I, I am so down to race Maple Story. That'd be so fun. Yeah, I'd I'm race. down. I'm down. So we, we we play an hour, get all the same level, right? And then that'll be our starting point, and then we'll do a you know what like an hour and a half. Boom, I mean, it depends. If, if we have the time, we could just you know race from the beginning on stream. But if not, mm -hmm. if we want to keep the you know same schedule, we can just get to fifty and yeah. get from there. Because you will get to fifty in like no time. That game you level so quick early on. Nice. All, all right, right. First, so... I think it was live November thirtieth. Definitely, definitely excited for that, boys. And obviously excited for Stormblood as well for uh, Final Fantasy XIV. But Maple Story is the shit. All right, I am eager. They they raised a level cap too, I believe, two fifty. If I remember correctly. What's this uh, Blizzard news? All right, so basically, uh, there are two new job listings for an unannounced project that are looking for somebody to work on a robust first-person shooter engine. And um, it has to be scalable and performant. And a robust, robust first-person engine. But uh, it's indicating a first-person shooter project and... Um, I, Omer immediately commented on it saying that it's probably just a campaign for Overwatch, and mm -hmm. I think he's immediately wrong with that because if I that were the wrong. case, if that were the case, they would have just filed it under Overwatch. It's StarCraft Ghost. Oh, StarCraft, Starcraft Ghost. <laughs> there it is. It's coming back. Oh, it could be. It could be. Okay, right. see, p part of me, uh, well, StarCraft Ghost wasn't a first person shooter. Starcraft it is Ghost. now. But, anyways. World Part of me is wondering because they, they want a scalable performance engine. Part of me is wondering if they're bringing back Titan after the success of Overwatch. I say no way. I mean, it's, I say... it's a long, it's a long shot, but I mean, that's what part of me wants to say. Do you know what the funny part of this posting is? Okay, who? <laughs> okay, performant engine, right? Who's gonna advertise a non-performant or a poor performant like <laughs> engine? It's like I'm only the business of making uh, poor performance engines. Right? I like how it says a technically excellent engine should be built. Like, who's gonna say we want a mediocrely built engine? I don't care. I'm trying to find where is this listing anyway. Is it under BattleNet? What's it under? Just click the links on the. Oh. In the engine article. And tools. Yeah, I clicked on the page to go to the career page. All right, lead software engineer tools. I'm going to find a hint in here, right, guys? There's a hint in here somewhere. It's not Overwatch, though. They would have just filed it under Overwatch. I maintain it's going to be Overwatch. You know, I'm calling... Uh, I say it's Overwatch. That, that's, my, that's, my, that's my gut says. Right? It's going to be something for Overwatch. I cannot imagine they're going to make another... Uh, oh, there, they have an entire category for Overwatch. They made a new category for unannounced projects for these two. If you go back to the directory, they have a category for Overwatch at the very uh, top. Uh, well, you know I what? Saw, I saw I immediately lost interest. One of the pluses is detailed knowledge of 3D graphics. Not not my cup of tea. So it's it's not a game. Yeah, I'll take you handle 3D. I'll take you handle 3D yet. So I'm with Matt on this one. I think Remo, you're getting this one wrong. I think you're reading it wrong. 
I think Matt's got it right. I don't know what it's going to be. I think it's, I, I, here's, here's a better prediction instead of arguing about what, what it's going to be for. If it's not for Overwatch, Omer, what other franchise could they be tapping into? Because I don't see Blizzard inventing a new IP. I think they're going to do something with something they already own. But do you so, think it's a new, whole new game? Yeah. Yeah. So let's, let's just speculate. Let's, for the sake of conversation, to keep this podcast okay. somewhat interesting, let's say what could Blizzard possibly have in mind for, to turn one of their old IPs into a uh, into an FPS, I'm going to say Vikings the FPS. But you Whoa. guys, tell me what you think. It's not going to be Vikings. Come on. <laughs> I'm just fucking around. Now well, tell me what, the, what do you think? The, the question is, what are they going to do, right? Because mm-hmm. I mean, they have Overwatch. They just launched Overwatch, so right, they're not yeah. going to be creating another competitive, um, like MOBA style first person shooter because they just launched Overwatch. I mean, and the fact that they want it to be scalable indicates to me that they either want it to be some sort of open world, like single player experience, like single player co-op, kind of like Borderlands, or they want it to be like an MMO. And that's kind of, I don't know what they, what franchise they tap to do that, except for maybe if they want to expand on the Overwatch franchise at this point. That'd be pretty I mean, hype. What, uh, what, if, what are the chances that it's a VR project? None. Ooh, no. There's only one way to find out. Apply online. I'm going to apply and say, I will. I am actually the guy who made Doom, Unreal, and the original Call of Duty. I'm that one guy, okay? I'm sure that will work. Wow. And, and, and I will only yeah. work for you if you tell me what, what I'm working on. All right, I'm going to do I accept. The Salamis yeah. admired. I'm so, all right. <laughs> login. I got to log I in. You see all these games I made? Sid yeah. Myers. <laughs> My name is gonna be. Gonna my name is Nintendo founder. I'm, just, I'm the guy who made Nintendo. <laughs> Hired me. <laughs> my my resume will be. Name a, is Nintendo. My resume will be a screenshot of my MapleStory character, and that's it. All right, with no other context. I, I like how they have the tiny buttons at the bottom of the block where you have the things, and then you have at the very bottom submit a bug or user feedback, which is a bold button that makes you pay attention to it. Okay, my name. Okay, Blizzard. I wonder how many people have clicked that when they tried to submit for a job. Matt, that's how they weed out the people that aren't getting the job. Hey guys, we're at like two <laughs> hours now. Holy crap. Yeah. We just love talking to each other so much. Guys, I I, I, I'm still, I I still stick to my guns. It's going to be some kind of like arcade map maker for Overwatch. That's what I say. It's going to be a map maker yeah. for Overwatch. Specifically, like, like, like cool. how the Dota... It should be a map I don't maker. Think, I, don't, like... I don't think that's actually what's happening at all, but... Though, considering mm-hmm. that uh, what's his name just came out, considering they just announced all those other maps that they're working on, I, I don't see a map maker tool coming out anytime soon. I think they want to make sure that their maps that, that they're the the keepers no, of the no, maps, no, like like a custom map maker. Like I like think a that's a long way off. Maker. That's like a, a that's like a thing you do. That's a thing you do in the long term. It's, I mean, if, they, if Blizzard does another FPS game, I mean, I hope I'm wrong. I, I want to see another Blizzard game, but uh, I, I don't think they want to dilute their. No, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I don't know. Here we go, guys. Here we go. I, 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 some kind of, here's my, here's, here's my, here's my bet, okay? And someone in chat okay, said this, but I was thinking it before, but, you know, him, him also saying it, you know, maybe confident enough to also say it. Here we go. Ready? Sure. Call of Duty, after the last flop, is moving to Blizzard. No way. So this is for Call of Duty. Oh, it's, uh, you know, it's, that's, that's, that's a thought. That's a thought. Who said that? That's a thought. Uh, uh, Kappa Mari. It's funny. We I keep, I always forget that it's Activision Blizzard. We always 
dissociate them from together, but they are under one banner, so and didn't that's that, certainly a possibility. And didn't that Infinity, whatever, the last Call of Duty kind of bombed, right? I'm sure it's still, I'm, uh, it's I, still okay, but like I remember like the, the trailer getting like a bajillion downvotes. I don't think Call of Duty ever bombs. Yeah, I don't think you can. I don't think they, if they tried, they couldn't bomb. Well, it, let me see, it let me bombs see, let me relative see. to itself. Yeah. Well, and it, I'm pretty sure that Erhan's right in saying that it... In that sense, it, it did poorly compared yeah, to previous iterations. If it doesn't, if it, it doesn't meet fresh, the exactly, if, if it doesn't meet their sales expectations, it bombed. It's not a matter of well, selling really copies. Uh, well, everybody wanted Call of Duty Four Remastered, and what they did is they made it an eighty-dollar package for both games. Agreed mm -hmm. is so, real. Interesting. I can't see any sales number for Infinity Warfare, whereas like I'm looking at like. Battlefield. Well, this is hold on. Uh, this is only until October 29th. That's why I can't. I can't find data because this is not updated on game chart, on VG charts. According to GamesIndustry.biz, which is you know, take it for what it is. They say they Call got of biz Duty's, in their name. They gotta be serious they, business. They, they say no, Call of Duty is still number one as Watch Dogs 2 launch sales fall 80 percent over the Hold up, hold up. Okay, two. just because they're number one again doesn't mean that doesn't. No, no, no. Mean, I know you're right. Yeah. I'm just saying they're still doing well. So that's the thing, though. It doesn't seem like it's not like they did abysmal to the point that they say, "Okay, we need a whole new t team, a whole new set of fresh eyes on this." Why not? Maybe they did. Uh, oh, possibly, yeah, cool. I'm willing to believe it for sure. And remember, if they're hiring now, it's not for the next Call of Duty. It's for like yeah, the yeah. Call of Duty in like two, three years, or four. You know. So we'll see. So what are they going to call it? Everyone in Czechia's going World of Call of Duty, Call of Warcraft. I I say it's going to be called Call of Duty. Colon Azeroth Mayhem. No, Something Call of like Duty. That. No, that, sounds, that, that is literally the worst name I can think of. Call That's of a good Duty, Call of Duty name. Terran, no, ter Call of Duty Terran Dominion. It's a StarCraft oh. Call of Duty. There you go. Ooh, that would fight be cool. the you fight the Protoss. I do think StarCraft is the most ripe of their IPs for some type of first person experience. And it could be a lot of fun. Like even like just like a, a horror FPS game where you play as a Terran going through a Zerg encampment or something mm -hmm. would be cool. Right, we have ourselves. That. It's clearly a, an Overwatch map maker. I still don't Oh my this guy. I'm I'm sticking with my guns. But we'll see who's the closest, all right? You love right. making bets. I do. I'm a I can be a degenerate gambler sometimes. I, I think we need to have an intervention here. Because <laughs> I'm hedging your bets. Well, we need to have an intervention for our podcast since we are, as she said, running a wow, lot of time. What a here. transition. So uh thanks for viewing and watching and participating, guys. Uh, we'll have to sign off for YouTube, and we can stick around See for the post-game. Later, YouTube. Peace.